Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. (laughs) What is up? We are hanging out tonight. Uh, We have the most special, very special guests with us tonight. Very special special guests. (laughs) Coming all the way. I think this, this is the... The furthest distance we have had between it is. a guest is it? This is Very this is far. a milestone. I, I would say so. Yeah, this is a bankrupt yeah. milestone. Um, but without Any bankrupt further ado, miles, <laughs> ooh, I like that. I like that. Just three thousand bankrupt miles. How yeah, many miles. How many miles is it? Do you, is it over there? I don't know. We'll, we'll ask that question in a minute because I bet they have the answer. Uh, but we want to welcome back Russ and Liz. Welcome back to the show, y'all. How What's are you doing? What's up, y'all? It is so thank you, good thank to hear. You. Yeah, it's so good to hear familiar voices. We've uh, <laughs> we've missed our friends and family so much <laughs> living in the wilderness. I bet, so, man. The last time we talked with you, let me let me paint a picture for the folks if if they're newly tuning in here. Uh, you and Liz were, I think, maybe T minus two days from being evicted. I don't know if evicted is the right word. But, <laughs> That's but, a little harsh. Voluntary <laughs> evicted. Voluntary <laughs> eviction. You <They're> chose. <laughs> you chose to. <laughs> uh, you chose the road life over the, the home life. Nomadic life. The nomadic Kicking life. Kicking myself yes. out. <laughs> and, uh, and y'all were y'all were like trying to like give shit away like mm-hmm. you were in this like mad dash of like we just need to get on the road and man it's a different vibe now i tell you what you guys are, are in it <laughs> yep. so tell us where yep. you're at right now like a lifetime I, ago. I see mountains in the background uh you're in a city but you're definitely in the wilderness so tell us where you're at you're you're wearing it's, a jacket with hand covers. It's definitely yes. not Birmingham, that's for sure. <laughs> no. That ain't Birmingham. Hand covers. We, yeah, hand covers. <laughs> just, Gloves, just the palms. Noses. <laughs> Still gotta pick my my nose and stuff with my fingers. Finger, that's fingerless important. gloves. There you go. It's important. Yeah. Clear those nostrils. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess to answer your question, um we <laughs> <laughs> we are um in palmer alaska currently um which is wow. 45 Whoa. minutes uh yeah we're we're real f- I, I don't have an actual mile count like lj might have expected me to have but i can tell you this we have now logged eleven thousand miles since Ju- july 4th whoa whoa jeez that that's wild. what i did in a year year and a half <laughs> wow we did We've done over, I think, 10, maybe 12 states. Uh, we've done um, two provinces, one mm-hmm. territory. <laughs> wow. Uh, which was that, the, the yeah. Yukon. Yeah. Uh, a lot of miles. And guess yeah. how many, uh, well, of those miles, I've pretty much driven all of them with the camper wow. in tow. So, oh, wow. Um, okay. Lit- Liz, I did have Liz try attempt to drive uh, with the camper uh, mm-hmm. really early on, and this was before I had figured out how to properly weigh and distribute the weight um, mm-hmm. on the camper. Oh, yeah. And it was swaying like a cattail, and it freaked oh, her no. out. 
Oh yeah. And, um, she yeah. never wanted to drive after that. Don't blame and that's her. okay. It's, it's yeah. fine. I actually I pretty much put really... my foot down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, nope, sorry. I will do the laundry. I will do the cleaning. I will do all these other things, but I am not driving with that damn trailer. Never. Oh again. man. Wow. Brutal. Quick uh, stat, stat check. So I just Googled it. It's, 4,182 miles from Birmingham, Alabama to Palmer, Alaska. A direct, a direct, direct route. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is direct. Uh, 68 total driving hours. So, how'd you go the wrong way? I mean, you double the miles. (laughs) They they went through a whole territory. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up in Mexico first for a little while. Well, let me tell you what happened. Uh, What happened was. Yeah. Um, no, we, I mean, obviously we've done a lot of, uh, side quests, uh, along the way and <laughs> <I love that. laughs> some of the, uh, some of the parks are, they're just massive. You just don't even, I, I couldn't even wrap my head around how big, uh, Banff and Jasper were, yeah. um, like just the expanse of the park itself and where we had set up camp was like, you know, we're like cheap and, um, mm-hmm. we were like, we're going to stay for free and we're going to stay like outside mm-hmm. the park. Yeah. Well, to get back to Banff Village or, you know, Lake Louise or Jasper, it's like a four, six hour round trip from our campus. Oh, wow. wow. We were like, whoops. <laughs> Just to save a buck. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you've been on the road for how many days now, guys? Well, uh, July 4th July to 4th. almost. Yeah. Yeah. We're the end of September right it's now. It's like 80. 80- yeah. Wow. 87 days, I think, maybe. Jeez. 84. That's kind of wild. Wow. To, to, you said 11,000 yeah. miles and you're only 84 days out? I say yeah, 88, I mean, days. 88 days. 85. Yeah. 85 days. <laughs> wow. 20 hours and 16 minutes. <laughs> but who's counting? I mean, who's counting, guys? Come on. We lost count a long time ago. That's wow. Funny. Yeah, wow. It, it's... Uh, it's been a hell of a trip guys. And I'm not even going to get, we, we, and uh, LJ and and I already had this discussion. We're not really going to talk about Alaska yet because we're not done with it. And I feel like it would be an incomplete conversation if we even included Alaska in this. And I I think LJ started off with the, the, you know, just bringing up how the thing started. And, um, and I think we'll probably take it to the point where we got to Alaska. Okay. Um, on this on this episode, I think that makes the most sense, right, guys? Yeah, I'd I say so. Yeah, okay. no, that sounds pretty it. solid. There's a it. lot we to just, fill in this time block. There's so much. Yeah, we just had to <laughs> acknowledge the fact that you're in Alaska, and yeah. the last time we talked, yeah. you were in Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham. So. <laughs> yeah. living in an apartment. That long ago. <laughs> wasn't that long ago? Uh, uh, and so, uh, yeah. well, first off, fun. congrats. Yeah, you, you that's a huge school, Alaska uh y'all are y'all still seem happy if you're not happy you're putting a pretty good front on for us right now (laughs) mostly happy (laughs) yeah liz will tell you we've had our we've had our moments i'm not gonna lie but um, overall we've really uh we've we've really you know settled into the position here and and we've we've uh we've made the camper our home and Mm -hmm. it's still a work in progress i mean like you said we're only like 80 some days out i I feel like 
there's so much more we could do. But to this point, we've just been on the move the whole yeah. time. 11,000 miles. Like I said, it's just, that's wild. There's been no downtime, not a whole lot of downtime anyways. Yeah. I think there's only been like two weeks where we had like, okay, this week's just going to be a work week. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. Mm. You know, so the rest of the time we've either been driving, hiking, exploring, you know, whatever. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. So let's go back to day. Let's let's go back to day one because I wanted to bring up a really funny thing that just happened. Um, <laughs> okay, so, and I'll bring it full circle. So um, <laughs> the the first stop that we made was mm-hmm. LJ's house. Uh, if you guys remember, yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we stopped by there. Um, we were in Nashville, uh, to, um, drink tequila. Up, oh, oh wait, no, that's what we know. Hey, hey, hey. That's I'll what happened. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're in Nashville because that's where our camper dealership is and they were supposed mm-hmm. to order us a roof rack and they were going to install it that week. And we had mm-hmm. timed it. It was just like, so essential. Like everything had to happen. Like, exactly the day it ha- it needed to happen and yeah. LJ's was LJ's house was a perfect spot for us to kind of like be there that one night and yeah. and uh we decided to drink uh I think total probably a half of uh, no actually I think we might have killed two half bottles of tequila that night oh my <laughs> god <laughs> it was a school night it didn't yeah. feel great the next day <laughs> <laughs> and apparently and apparently our cat got into the tequila too because he vomited all over our duvet oh god not re- he didn't really drink tequila but yeah. for the record, um, but <laughs> there's that netflix show that uh, yeah, it's just hunt you out <laughs> good 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 call out there we don't need any yeah. drama <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah we get we get into the camper i, feel, I can't remember if it was that morning or mm-hmm. if it was the night of, we just, we were basically like, I don't even know if we're it was drunk the night or up. it was the night up. So we were drunk. We were just like ripped it off and we were like, mm-hmm. fuck it. We'll do it tomorrow. Yep. And so we took it into LJ's house and, uh, Erica, I, mean, I guess, I don't know who, who got it in there, but, uh, it wasn't LJ. Might have thrown it, it wasn't LJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, LJ offered the, it was a group effort. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, we got a washing yeah. machine in here. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Like, oh, we have a washer and dryer. We no got idea. one of them. <laughs> Day one, rough start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hadn't even left the the. Well, we did leave the state, but um, of Alabama. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so we we get the duvet in there. And, um, I can't remember we were, what we were doing. I think LJ, you, you had to do some work. So we were kind of like on our own, just chilling. And, um, yeah, it was a school day. I was, I was yeah. working. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I did not want to be working. I'll tell you right now. I was not one to <laughs> work and move that day. <laughs> right. So we were just getting ready to like say bye. We had gotten the camper already. And then you like had to go off on a call. We're like, okay, well, I guess we're out of here. And, um, so we, you know, hooked up the camper again, by the way, we had the camper in your cul-de-sac and it was like the worst sleep ever because we were on an, such an angle and we never flattened the camper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. It's Drunk pretty steep over sleeping here. sleeping on an angle. It's That's real steep. We didn't really you made him, <laughs> you no, made him sleep in the, 
in the camp in the camp we offered we offered here's my rooftop tent it's in my garage there's an x-pet in there go grab it (laughs) we offered we have ample couches yes they did i think harper offered her bed (laughs) but it was their first night in the camper guys i'd be stoked yeah i would be like we were pumped pumped. even if you're on a decline yeah no duvet and on an angle i mean it's not a slight yeah. angle like we're on a hill like y'all are on the side of a mountain yeah yeah yeah. it's like 20 steps so, up into our main level of our home oh, like i get okay. into the front door and i just i feel like i worked out for half an hour yeah and you slept there <laughs> so so yeah so we we leave we hit the road and uh it turns out that um our our dealership uh messed up and never got the roof rack delivered to where they were said they were going to deliver it (laughs) yeah they failed big time never got the roof rack on uh the camper so still don't have it by the way yeah we wow the last time liz what what did what did he tell you the last time you emailed him um, he was trying to figure out where it was delivered. <laughs> I mean, this is just don't like even a, know. a couple weeks ago. They still don't know where yeah. it's at. Wow. Oh, wow. Do you want to say the name of the uh, anyway, the company or? No. Maybe maybe you tell me place. offline because I'm I'm thinking of uh, a camper and I need to avoid those types of people. So. <laughs> okay, I can do that for you. You tell no me problem. offline. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not I'll blast them on a. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely save you some trouble there. Cool. Um, no, they're they're actually really nice guys. They're just okay. like kind of like kind of clueless as uh, far as dealing with you know uh, the industry the they work in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their job. They're kind of just bad at their job. With the heat. Yeah, I, we would have been so much better off. We just went direct to the manufacturer. But anyways. It's neither here. Oh, nor so there. they're like a we, broker. We I just, see what you mean. Like they're a broker of. of okay, yes, I get it. Yeah, that, that's why I think there was just some confusion and some mix-up. And what? Nothing. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, we did. We ended up hitting the road without the roof rack, hmm. and I don't remember when we realized it, but we forgot the duvet in. Uh, the washer. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I, think, I think LJ texted you. Yeah, I don't remember where it was, but it, oh it was my like, hey, gosh. He's like, where do you want me to send this thing? And I'm like, dude, it's yours. Keep it. I'm not going to go through all that mess. <laughs> like, we're on the move, man. Um, <laughs> so, like, um, soldiers behind. We're leaving. <laughs> not going back into enemy lines. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, we, we got it here for you whenever you uh, decide to get back on the East Coast. You just swing on by and we'll have a ball of tequila ready. <laughs> well, we, oh, been, yeah, well, we better make it too. When we make Can it, can you back, park we'll in the driveway this time? Or no, you don't want to park in the driveway. <laughs> no. It's worse. <laughs> it's so worse. much worse. <laughs> oh, damn. Man, I get out of breath stay... looking at his driveway. <laughs> Hopefully, you stay inside with us this time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably talk a lot more crap to you if you decide to stay in your trailer the second night. I'm like, oh no, no, oh, no, yeah, yeah. we're not, we're not going to no, do we're, that. LJ, 
This time we would be desperate probably to stay. <laughs> in house. Like, please, for the love of God, let us stay. Here. Oh, man. That's so, good. y'all left Nashville. And if I remember correctly, y'all, y'all beelined to the Rockies pretty quick, right? We did. Uh, tr- by the way, this is summertime, triple digits and um, mm-hmm. like pretty much the whole way. So, wow. Um, we that did heat wave season. Yeah, mm-hmm. Heat wave. Oh, yeah. This is like major swamp ass. <laughs> um, we you don't know back sweat uh, from swamp ass, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, major swamp ass season. So we we did beeline it, and the tr- and you know again, like we uh, I don't know if you, well your followers probably may have listened to the to the first episode, but um, your listeners uh, may recently have heard that. Uh, or remember that we had never even taken the camper out, not even once after mm-hmm. we bought it. So this is our first time yeah, it really first, driving yeah. it fully loaded too. So the truck, I mean, my Tacoma, those Tacomas aren't built to haul or to tow. Let's yeah. be serious. Um, <clears throat> we are struggling. Like the, the, the mm. truck is, you know, close to overheating on every hill. Um, really? You know, Oh yeah. Anytime I had, I mean, just, Anytime we had a hill and we had a headwind, I mean, I was like banging on the steering wheel, wishing and damning the thing. And, we, and I'm t- you better straighten up or I'm going to buy a tundra. <laughs> Threatening it. Yeah, I'll show I'm, you, I'm big brother. A, I'm getting a, a real, real truck. truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's I was amazing. so mad. Um, yeah, he was hot. Yeah. It was hot outside. I was hot. The truck was hot. It was, it was crazy. Um, so I, I guess like the first real stop we had was in uh, Weathersford. Um, Weathersford? Was that it? Man, I took a shit ton of notes. I should probably know this. Um, <laughs> Weatherford, Oklahoma. Weatherford, Oklahoma. Okay, Weatherford, Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. Boomer so Sooner. Yes, Boomer Sooner, right. I was like, what? That sign just said Boomer Sooner. What the hell does that mean? Liz, <laughs> you want to know what Liz it means? Liz schooled me. Oh, um, yeah. Liz, Liz, Liz tell us what it means. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So my, she did. my um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I, that, was, that was pretty good. You caught me off guard. <laughs> Doesn't happen often. Uh, so my brother-in-law is, is from Oklahoma. Big Oklahoma fan, and on our way out to uh, Colorado, which I'm pretty sure he told y'all <laughs> on the radio what Boomer Sooner meant. Um, but on our trip with Rome for a load of Chicago to Colorado, he told me, and back in the day, they just gave land away in Oklahoma if you got there. Like, if you showed up and you could claim a plot of land, and that was your land because they just needed people to move out there and establish a territory, uh. primarily to to push out the native Americans as Americans did at that time. But that was the thing is we get people out there, they find the land, we'll give it to them. And so what they had was they called these, these people sooners people that got to the land before the day that you're supposed to get there. And so (laughs) Boomer sooner, sooner came from that as, as Ah, my soon to be brother-in-law 
explained it to me. And so that's where that, that came from. So tip of the day from bankrupt overland, you know what a boomer sooner is now. <laughs> so y'all stayed in boomer sooner country. It's pretty flat there, right? There's not much going on in Oklahoma. It's is- just starting to like, kind of get rolly there. Um, okay. okay. Around there. Yeah. Cause we're, we're, we're kind of close to the, uh, the, the New Mexico border. Mm. And oh, okay. So you're so, on yeah, the far so, west side of Oklahoma. Okay. Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So the guy, so we stayed at a boondockers welcome um, site. So we, we, we have the app, the boondockers welcome what is, site. What app. is this? What is this? It's boondockers? an app. It's a huh. boondockers <laughs> welcome app. Um, and, and basically you can, the, the hosts like advertise mm-hmm. their, their, their property and okay. boondockers like ourselves, like Liz and I, mm-hmm. we can go and um, stay on the property for most of the time. It's hundred percent free. You can, that's, some that's, provide, that's amazing. Yeah, Nifty. Awesome. Some provide electricity, some provide water, both, you know? Um, so huh. it, it's a pretty cool app. We haven't really utilized it much because, well, I'll get to that. I mean, we don't need to get into that. I guess it's, it's not really that important, but, um, so, uh, we stayed at this property and this, uh, mm-hmm. and this older couple, um, we have like, uh, his name is, uh, you, you reminded me last night, I think Liz, Terry and Susan, mm-hmm. um, older couple, yeah. really, really interesting, um, story. It's just like this little, like patch of farmland that they have and, they were the sweetest, nicest people. The guy um, ended spending a lot of time with us. Just like I'm yeah. changing the oil, my oil in my truck. Yeah. Um, and he just sitting, he just sits down next to me, and we're just having a conversation. And wow. he was a really, really sweet dude. That's amazing. Um, let us. He actually took the the electricity, the uh, power cord off of his camper, which he had on his property as well, yeah. and let me use it. He's like, "Here, I don't need it. Just plug it in." So wow. we were on cool. shore power for a little while. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Awesome. Um, so at the same time, we were having this conversation with him. He's like, um, so how, which, what, what direction are you going now? And we're telling him, you know, where we're headed. He's sure. like, well, you don't want to go to New Mexico, right? And I'm like, why is that? And he's like, so you know, you're aware that that road is like really bad from basically like where the border starts all the way through. And it kind of hit me. I was like, Oh yeah. When we came back from the Moab trip, um, with, with Rome for low, uh, I remember saying this road fucking sucks. I'm never going. (laughs) And you're going to tow a trailer. It it hit. Yeah. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, Oh yeah, we're not going that way. Um, so he actually gave us alternative directions, you know, like go to, you know, go this way. Yeah. yeah. Back roads, scenic roads were in beautiful shape. We actually made really good time, um, going this way. And, uh, so yeah, the, after that, I think the next night we slept in Trinidad, Colorado. So we we're finally okay. in the mountains at that point. Yeah. Um, and we slept in a, our first Walmart parking lot, I mm-hmm. believe. Oh, Liz, correct okay. me if I'm wrong. You're real boondockers now. That was the yep. first. We yeah. are. And I, I love it. I love a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, is the, what is the best thing I'm and really the worst thing? It. 
about a Walmart parking lot. I want the best and worst here. <laughs> well, Walmart parking lots are all, are not all made equal. So, <laughs> oh man, they're so not easy. created equally. Trust me. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't know. Well, I I think the best is it's really nice to, especially as we've been on the road more. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we don't have an Amazon, you know, we don't have really an address where we can ship things from Amazon that are harder to find. We've been yeah. in some remote places with only small, uh, very limited services and you just can't get a whole lot. So when mm-hmm. you finally come to a Walmart, you know, it's almost like an oasis yeah. <laughs> in, in <the> <laughs> of restocking. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yes, I can get anything here. You know, like That's you know, amazing. Instagram. Like I was so excited for the last one. I was like, I can get skincare products and cat toys. I never heard someone so, so excited to go to a Walmart. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's, I mean, it it's really true. It has been so exciting. And also, uh, I mean, they, they have bathrooms, um, yeah. <laughs> which has been very exciting. Um, I mean, we have a bathroom too, but, uh, yeah on the camper um but mm-hmm. until you've really been i don't know living in your camper full time and just the you know like dumping the tanks and when are we yeah. gonna do this and it's cool it's not cool we don't have water we don't have this it's like okay well we're at a walmart we'll just go in i mean yep. we have free use of their facility <laughs> we can just go in and shop if we forget something we'll just go back in the next day mm-hmm. um so that's kind of, it's usually flat, you know, which is yeah. kind of nice from all the leveling stuff too. But yeah, the worst is, um, I mean, like Russ said, definitely they're not all created equal, but, um, you know, like some cigarette smoke who's <laughs> wafting in from some sketchy person yeah. you know, staying there. They, they look like they've set up shop for like, you know, a week <laughs> or... You know, I think that one, there were some like locals kind of hanging out in the parking lot and mm. um, so, some are louder than, than others, but sure. uh, with, yeah, traffic on the street. But yeah, I, I, we've come to enjoy our Walmart days, not going to lie. <laughs> you know, what's so incredible about that is like how much we take for granted when, when we have a house to live out of and, and like, cause yeah. those things are th- things that I would never think of, but y'all are, are living yeah. it, it and, you know, experiencing that and having just a restroom that you don't have to deal with your, <laughs> with your refuse afterwards is, is a luxury. And that's such a weird like dynamic yeah. that most people aren't exposed to. So um, that's, that's actually a really cool insight. I appreciate you sharing that. Like yeah, running absolutely. water, like and, washing yeah. hands. <laughs> no, like just like <laughs> taking yeah, 20 seconds hands. to wash your hands. Like that's yep. so nice. It was yep. warm water. <laughs> Walmart really deserves a sh- I mean, I've not always been a huge lover of Walmart for some sure. of their corporate evils, you know, but um, mm-hmm. they, they allow overnight parking um in their parking lot which and you know most businesses do not um and it's really sort of 
a godsend for a lot of people too, because yeah. you can count on it and you, you feel relatively safe there. You know, the stores are usually open late. It's mm. well lit usually in populated areas, you know, um, and when you've been driving and there's nothing else around and you're just not really sure where you're going to, you're going to park it, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's really cool yeah. that Walmart allows that actually. There are a few that don't, we have seen, um, we haven't encountered that personally, but I've read, you know, I think where maybe it's become a problem. Mm. People taking advantage of, sure. you know, that, but generally speaking, all Walmart overnight parking, basically camping yeah. <laughs> in their parking lot is allowed. Nice. <laughs> you know, the, the last, yeah, so, uh, Walmart, nice. The last Walmart parking lot we stayed in, um, I won't name where, but uh, it actually had two, maybe three rows of parking lot parking spaces that were actually lined out for RVs. Oh, that's oh, cool. cool. That's really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, well, if you, you think about it, it's a smart it's a smart business decision, right? You I, you establish some parking for RVs, and then people can go in restock buy the products and and they're all right there so yeah Dude, I mean, we it makes spend, sense. we we spend like three hundred dollars every time we make a walmart yeah stop. and yeah. they're counting yeah that's exactly right yeah so that's really cool yeah i so, agree that's i have i have a question have you weighed the truck and camper at a scale yeah. facility no, um, but but I have an idea of of what it is. So the okay. uh, the camper dry is about thirty two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact that we're probably um, ab- about the the max, which is like four thousand pounds, I believe. Um, okay. And especially if we have fresh water and a, maybe sometimes we have uh, a full black tank, which is I think. 38 gallons so oh, 38 okay. times nine mm-hmm. you've got some weight there um yeah. but but uh the truck i know weighs uh, around give or take maybe 100 uh maybe um 5700 pounds so we're okay. pushing ten thousand pounds total gotcha wow. i mean that's a, uh, that's a, a hefty coma. yeah i was gonna say that's that's a good amount of weight for a Tacoma with their V6. Was it Even with the five, yeah, well, with the five point two nines. Aggressive yeah, gears have, there, right? Yeah, the, the five two nines definitely help. I would not recommend. Oh, yeah. You could not do it without yeah, that. Going, yeah, without those, I mean, somebody just hit me up on Instagram the other day uh, asking me about towing and mm-hmm. and capacities and weights and all that stuff, and I'm like. Look, if you're not geared, I, I wouldn't even bother towing anything close to four thousand pounds because yeah. I know for a fact that we struggle doing. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, we can't go up a, a, a decent graded hill more than 40, 45 miles an hour. It's just oh, you max please. out thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys take my Land Cruiser with you guys or yeah. what? Man, sounds like me. <laughs> Let me ask a trailer. You this. Are you using your gears? Like, are you? Because I know in drive, at least on the Land Cruiser, when it steps in the overdrive gear, it actually heats up a lot faster than if you were to just stick with fourth gear and just kind of cruise up the mountain. Are you keeping it in drive or are you utilizing your gears? 
That is a great question, actually, because mm-hmm. the more I drove, the more I really paid attention to the temperatures and what gears we were in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I started sport shifting mm-hmm. um, after a while and keeping it out of sixth gear. Yeah. And I was so I was I was fluctuating between like, especially when we, when we hit hills, I would drop her down to like three and four. Mm-hmm. So I'd be running higher revs, but I'd get more out of the truck at that point. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you're probably making things a little bit happier in, in, in terms of your transmission, right? Because yeah. when it hits at that uh, high, the sixth gear, the overdrive gear, uh, you can uh, torque converter is not locked. It's yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's what it is. Is the torque converter is not locked, and so yeah. Um, yeah, you can do. And I don't, I don't know where I, I learned that because I don't have people that tow in my family. I just happen to maybe read it <laughs> online somewhere. And I always thought that that was really interesting that the people that actually utilize those gears tend to get a little bit better, maybe longevity, maybe a little bit easier driving. Um, but then again, if you're climbing um, 9,000 feet over Vail, that's going to be tough on a 10,000 you know pound rig that's a Tacoma. So it doesn't yeah, matter we, what gear you're <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We're, I know we're, we're pushing the limits of the truck and I, I change uh, my oils, my, my fluids v- religiously um, yeah. and early, some of them, my, especially my rear diff. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I pay attention to that. I keep a pretty healthy law, you know, a vehicle cool. law, mm-hmm. you know, stay on top of that. Even when we're out on the road, I mean, I changed uh, my last oil change was at a Walmart parking lot. Thank you, Walmart nice. again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, the first, uh, let's see, my first oil change was at, uh, Weathersford, like we talked about Weatherford. Yep. Um, but I changed my diff fluid in Haynes, Alaska, um, on a pullout. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I had nice. the, uh, <laughs> I had jack stands out and I was doing like all kinds of things and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, changed, uh, rotated your tires too. Rotated, <laughs> rotated tires. Nice. So, awesome. I mean, awesome. I've got, yeah, we've got some, we've got some good stuff to get to, uh, in Alaska, but we're not going there yet guys. So that, that actually is another good question. What are your tire pressures that you're running and are you running 35s? Fantastic questions. Yeah. Cause that's it. part of towing too, stuff, right? Yeah. This is all stuff I yep. figured out on the fly. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, <laughs> You don't get taught this. No, yeah, don't. exactly. I was a dumb you dumb when we started. <laughs> yep, like I was like I was saying about Liz not wanting to drive, and mm-hmm. and 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 the un- the balancing thing really was something that I had to learn yep. uh, on the fly, and and just where because we have a, a couple like bins um, mm-hmm. that hold like my garage. I, we have a bin called the garage, and it just yeah. has a bunch of my tools and stuff in it. Sure, which is heavy, that I is, imagine it is it has some yep. weight to it so like mm-hmm. that that thing moves depending on whether we have water in the fresh tank whether we nice. have a full black okay. tank just so yep. like the, nice. the weight shifts around mm-hmm. and usually i can not by now i've i've, I've done it enough that i kind of know like okay we have a full black tank the garage you know and every all the the bulk of the things that we put back in the trailer when we're driving mm-hmm. um needs to go over the axle versus in the front of the uh, uh yep. tri- camper so um yeah we, we toy around with it a little bit and i've gotten pretty nice. good about guessing where things should be sure um and, and the appropriate weight distribution so that um that is one one part of the learning experience mm-hmm. i guess and you said uh your question was um the tire pressures with the tire pressures that was mm-hmm. another thing that i learned uh 
the rear tires, I go, um, so I'm running, th- oh, that was your other one, size, tire mm-hmm. size. So I'm yep. at 34s. Okay. Um, and uh, so I run in the rear about 40, between 40 and 45. Um, okay. That, that fluctuates because temperatures and. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we've, elevation it's and all little, that. Yep. Yeah, elevation. Yeah. It's gotten a lot colder, so I can't keep <clears> up with it all the time, but I'm pretty good about keeping about um, anywhere from five to 10 pounds more in the rear than in the front. Okay. Okay, cool. So okay. That's nice. something I just, I just feel like it works, mm-hmm. works out. I'm sure there's probably better, uh, a better spec to that. Um, some, somebody more experienced than me might be able to tell me, Hey, you should be like, you know, this and this in the back and this and this in the rear. But yeah, what I've, what I've just kind of learned on myself that that works pretty well. It makes it nice mm-hmm. and rigid. Yeah. So another thing, um, cool little thing that, I, not that I learned, but the, the experience of, of pulling the camper yeah. has changed for me when I added a, a cross member, um, between my rear shackles or my rear, uh, my hammers, my yeah. hangers. Yeah. So I have uh, archive garage hammer hangers in the rear mm-hmm. and I have a, archive garage which we started the trip without it okay and then i added it um when we got to alaska and mm-hmm. um i was able to like i said I, it was the first opportunity that i had the truck up on jack stands and sure. for me to be able to get up in there and, and, and do the work so um once i added that oh it made such a big difference towing. <laughs> it was like yeah. Really, I don't know why. It's just like I guess the rear section of the Tacoma frames are just they're open. They're open box, you know, like so they're just weak okay. and flimsy and mm-hmm. and so gave you some stability. Uh, yes, a lot of rigidity and a lot of stability back there. So it made a mm. huge difference. And I I would love to give them a shout out. I actually did a little like brief yeah like, video. Um, I, I recorded uh, just shouting them out and you'll never believe where I was when I did it, but I was, um, <laughs> I was in above the Arctic circle when I did the review. Wow. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping the uh, archive garage, like guys appreciate that. And, and oh, I hope they, sure. they get the review. So, um, so that was a pretty, that was pretty cool to, to really experience the difference between mm-hmm. having that cross tube on and off or yeah. off and then off. Nice. Just so, strengthens so. everything. A lot of a lot of new stuff we've learned being on the road with this mm-hmm. camper. Really, I mean, Liz can attest to that too. A lot of stuff. I imagine. Yeah, what, Liz. What what's your biggest takeaway from all the things we've learned? The most, of, I guess, with the truck and the the the, the camper. Oh man. Um. I, I really, I don't know. Um, it is a lot. I know, but I was just kind of curious. It is so the that, biggest takeaway. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just, I guess one big thing is to just, there's a lot of getting out and sort of kicking the tires, <laughs> you mm, know, like every time okay. we stop and yep. get gas, um, you know, like when we first left, there was a couple times, like actually when I walked around the back and I was like, Hey Russ, I think the, like the the dirt bike looks a little loose you know <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. we gotta rearrange the like 
the ratchet straps or whatever the hell those are. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that or like, oh, like that tire looks a little squishy. Oh, yeah, should have put air in it or, you know, just, mm, oh, I yeah. just unplugged yeah. the thing. It's a lot of, I think, double and triple checking things. Yeah. And um, taking the opportunity every time you stop to sort of just be observant of, um, you know, like everything on the hitch is all taken care of. You know, Russ has noticed a couple times the, uh, what's it called? Um, stabilizing. What is that? Oh, the stabilizing bars? Yeah. Weight distribution. Thank you. That thing, <laughs> uh, you know, has, will be like, the um god i really sound like i don't know anything right now the chains on there will be like loose or something or yes and they will one one will have loosened and the other won't have you know like Mm. there's more threads or less threads on one side where they should be even and um just things happen i guess you know on the road and just really needing to like you know constantly looking in the rear view the side mirror to check on the tires, you know, um, mm-hmm. we've had some problems with tires. <laughs> um, so I think that's probably my biggest takeaway is really sure. just being observant and on top of, you know, really dotting your eyes and crossing your teeth. Right. Yeah. Liz has done a really it can, good It can be serious, job. you know? Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. She's done a really good job. She has, like that, that, like she said, like just being more observant. She's done a great job of catching things that, you know, I can't catch everything myself. Because, like, the exterior of the camper and, like, the workings of the truck are kind of my responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I take it on anyways. <laughs> yeah. And she's done a really good job of, of just keeping a second set of eyes on, yeah. on the things all of the things that she was talking about, like the hit, the weight distribution hitch, the, the, the motors, the, you know, the, we have the dirt bike on the, uh, on the, the, the receiver on the back of the camper. Um, just keeping your eyes on everything. There's so For much sure. that the checklist is so long. Every time you make a long haul, you just have to, you know, and the, yeah. the thing is, you're not just going, you're not going 150 miles, to go camp for the weekend. You're driving hundreds of miles. This is literally your home. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed, and that's indeed. everything you got. Yep, yep. And oftentimes without service too. Mm-hmm. So while, you know, Russ is very handy and we have lots of tools and I feel pretty certain he could, you know, at least fix something enough to like get us, you know, where we need to go or, yeah. you know, stop gap. But when you're traveling somewhere and there's, you know, just hundreds of miles with nothing mm-hmm. around literally no s- signal like dead zone nada like you know you <laughs> couldn't get help if your life depended on it yeah you know it's just you have to be a little bit more serious for sure well those yeah. those stops and, and those inspections you do at every stop keep you from having a surprise happen when you're mm-hmm. out of service, right? Because if you're doing those checks, you see, yeah, oh, wait, this, this return hose from the radiators starting to seep a little bit. Maybe we need to tighten this clamp down before that clamp gets so loose that the hose pops off going 80 down the interstate and you don't realize that you have no coolant until your engine's peaking at 250, right? Or, yeah. you know, you're walking around the back of the, of the camper and it smells like a bearing. You're like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that don't smell right. Something's, and then, yeah. you know, yeah. 
you go in, you start feeling, yeah. you find the heat and you're like, okay, well, we got a bearing that's going out here. Maybe we need to, you know, head over to the parts store, grab some grease, slow this down. So that way you can fix those things before you're rolling down the interstate and you look in your rear view mirror and, you know, you got a cloud of smoke falling behind your, your camper where a bearing yeah. is, has, has, been, has roasted out. I'm on fire, um, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> But yeah, that's important. You know, and I, I was, as I was sitting, y'all were talking about, I was thinking, it's like, you know, when you go by, you know, maybe a truck stop and you look out and you, you can pretty much a, a pretty busy truck stop. You can always find a couple guys or gals that are doing inspections on their vehicle before they pull yep. out, right. They're walking around, mm-hmm. they're looking at things they're making sure everything's tight. And, and, and even when I go on trips, I mean, I think Russ, I think some people made some fun of me a couple of times on the room for a low trip because every stop at a gas station, I've got my my temp gun, I'm hitting yeah. hubs, <laughs> I'm hitting brake uh, rotors to make sure my calipers aren't sticking anywhere. I'm, I'm double checking this, double checking that. Just, you know, when you're putting that many miles on a vehicle in a given mm-hmm. day or, or week, you know, for, for us, it's, you know, on, on the, the host of the podcast, we're talking week or two week trips, right? So it's, yeah. you kind of get in a routine like that and then you stop, right? And, but for yeah. you guys, I, mean, I think that's a necessity. It's a if daily you thing. Ensure yep. It's it's a routine almost, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like I'm talking with Will, he's been on here <laughs> yeah. a lot, but he always says, you know, I, I used to tell him, I was like, man, life must be super easy for you out there on the road, just L-I-V-I-N. He's like, hey, man, everyone's got shit to deal with. It's just everybody's shit's a little bit different. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's just more yeah. difficult and, for one. You know, y- yeah. Y'all mentioned like, you know, you got to you got to go worry about power. You got to you got to clean your tanks out. You got to you got to plan these things. <laughs> That that have to be done for you to maintain, you know, your your routine and in, in your life and your livelihood. And so, um, it's good to hear y'all are y'all are taking those steps to prevent major catastrophes from from happening when you're really in one of those spots where you know you, you can't do anything about it, right? Because you lose yeah. a bearing when you have yeah. no service and you're 100 miles from civilization. That's a really bad day. Uh, yeah. You lose yeah. a bearing. Yeah, it's not fun. You lose a bearing. You know, you notice the bearings going out at a at a at a you know gas station that has an auto zone across the street you're like hey lucky day i can go over here let's go grab one yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's more preventative than it is reactive yeah right right well you don't you want it to be preventative right like you do those extra steps because you don't Mm -hmm. want to have to react um yeah so totally get it it's like you know going through checklists right now we are like for the red clay rally right you're going through you're trying to get everything fixed so you don't have to do it on the trail Mm -hmm. um similar situation so so We've talked a lot about kind of the the ins and outs and the lies. We haven't really talked about the journey yet. Can we go to the journey a little bit and kind of see yeah, where you yeah, are? Yeah. Uh, after really Oklahoma, I'm still stuck in the it. boomer sooner world. And I've seen <laughs> all kinds of awesome shots and and adventures. Yes. And I just want to know what you've gotten to to Alaska. So uh, I can hold my excitement back until the next time we talk about the whole Alaska experience for you guys. What? Oklahoma was the best, so there's no point in talking about the rest. Oklahoma was the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that's a damn lie. I know what man. <laughs> that's what I'm excited about. I want to hear about Banff, but continue yeah. after Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so, yeah, well, I mean, we, we like, I think we stopped at Trinidad, Colorado, um, which wasn't like a destination or anything like that, but we were we were kind of making our way towards uh, Great Sand Dunes National Park. Yeah. So we did that, and and that was kind of our uh, that was our first. I don't know. I, I you know when we set out on this trip, we're like, okay, where we're we gonna go first? Okay, we're gonna do Colorado because 
why not? And it's, it's kind of that diagonal path across the, the North America. And, um, so we planned a bunch of stops in, in Colorado. One of them was great sand dunes, but we were so fly by the seat of our pants. We didn't actually like say, okay, where are we going to camp? Yeah. You know, we just got, we just got yeah. there and we're like, okay, now, like now we're now here. What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we spent some time checking out the dunes. We took a walk out there and that was, that was my second time there. Um, mm-hmm. Liz's first. And, and it's just such a cool, it, it's such a unique um, geographically. It's so unique. Yeah. Um, that, that, it's just a big pile of sand in the middle. Yeah. Of like, you know, it's just yeah, weird. It's, it's wild. There, you know? <laughs> yep. Can you drive um, out there on the, on those sand dunes? Uh, mm-hmm. No, that's a national park. So they don't, they don't, you know, no drones, no driving. It's basically like mm-hmm. parking lot, get out, cross. Well, sometimes there's, there's a river there and mm-hmm. a lot of the year there's no river. Um, but yeah, you get out and walk around. You can actually, um, you can rent sand boards. Yeah. But, I said three D's, no drones, no driving, no drinking, national park. <laughs> no drinking. Right. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you can actually rent, uh, like snowboards basically, but for sand and, and you Don't can go to the top of the bomb these the hills. Yeah. That's bomb, cool. yeah. How have I never heard this? This is amazing. Have you never heard of the great sand? <laughs> oh, oh, it's so cool. Well, it I've, so I've cool. heard of that. I've never heard that you can get like rent sandboards. Oh, yeah, and go basically. You know, the only problem is, yeah. I guess you got to climb up the hill to do it every time. You don't have a lift that carries no. you up. Like, yeah, you take it up to the top. <laughs> this is Colorado, man. You're in She said, this sucks. Whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Sledding sledding's cool until like the fifth time I have to walk up the hill. But I'm like, you know, I'm good. Yeah. I'm just going to go maybe make a cocktail and watch you guys sled. How's that sound? <laughs> Man, I wish I could share my screen. People did, and it did not look happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were, yeah. It was hot, you know, like the sand's hot. <laughs> she said yeah. Florida beaches are prettier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when you fall, you get sand in every crevice. I mean, you're yes. eating it, you're snorting it, you're, you've got it in your hair, it's everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, F yeah. that. It it's, may, might be... From, fun for like one run but that's about that's about all yeah. I'd, I'd be into it yeah you just need the one run with a video and then you're good like all right cool i got yeah. it yeah I get off yeah i did this all day haha um <laughs> i went bombing down the dunes on a board it was great bro <laughs> <laughs> so uh so after we spent some time at the uh the, the the sand dunes which wasn't very long to be to be honest like we, we i think we were there for that two hours maybe after spending some time at the dunes, we uh, we realized we we stay on task. We had to dump our piss and shit and and get it into the uh, sandy dumps. Um, brought us right back to reality after getting to like this amazing place, this amazing national park. We're just like, oh yeah, yeah. well we gotta we gotta attend to the uh, the poo and the pee, yeah. um, <laughs> which is which is not as bad as you'd think it is to be. I mean it's. I there was one thing that I dreaded before we left. I was like, "There's this is going to be terrible." But yeah. I don't know. After a couple of times, it really doesn't bother me. I can yeah. get it done pretty quickly. You don't really see anything if you don't want to see anything. And <laughs> where you wear some gloves, you spray some Lysol, you're good to go. Good to go. Yeah. So yeah. so I've seen I've seen some really bad accidents happen on the lake uh, before. Uh, have you had any of those happen? 
where uh, no. I don't know if it's the same thing, but in the lake, they like basically hook this tube up. And if you don't unhook it the right way, um, it it's it'll slightly throw everything everywhere. <laughs> oh, no, God. no, not the I, same. I think I, I think That's if you're good. on land, you it might be a little bit more stable. But yeah, you could definitely do it wrong. I've seen remnants of people fucking up. Oh, uh, <laughs> just put it that way. Yeah. So uh, I, you got to be careful where you step and where you walk uh, when you're. You don't you're use the clean out hose to fill your tanks, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, God, God. <laughs> he grossed it. No, sorry. There's a hose. No, no, hold on. Is I gonna put the scenario? There's a hose when you dump your tanks, and it's a it's a garden hose that you like use to clean out and spray the area off. You don't use that hose to fill not the actual drain right. shitter tube <laughs> right right so there's a potable and a non-potable hose usually yeah station yeah so that's uh potable and non-potables in our daily vocab- vocabulary pretty much now so <laughs> um but yeah after we did that um we we did notice uh some blm uh on the way into the sand dunes mm-hmm. and um, noticed that there was a, a large mountain next to it. Um, and I, I think, I, I think I found, I was like, oh yeah, there's this trail. And I looked it up real quick and it was like supposed to be this really hard trail up to the, up to the peak. It doesn't go all the way to the peak, but it went up pretty high and good elevation climb and a really challenging, uh, uh, trail, um, Mm -hmm. that took you up to a lake or something like that up there. Um, Blanco peak or Blanca peak, one of those two. Yeah, uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but um, so we we camped there, and it was it was wild because um, you know you have this mountain and it's covered with trees and whatnot. But mm-hmm. as soon as you got down to the slopes of the mountain, it was just flat as a board, and yeah. you could see for miles. And it was like I don't know, it was a very desertish um, yeah. feel. Um, so we 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 stayed there for how many nights, Liz? Two, three nights, maybe. I think three, three nights, three nights. Uh, And I'll tell you what, that was probably my favorite sun sunset so far. Wow. Okay. Beautiful sunset. Yeah. Crazy beautiful. Insane sunsets there. So uh, we did get to wheel there. Uh, I did take that trail. Liz and I I hopped in the truck and and it was really hot. uh, Mm -hmm. Like I I said, um, still at that time. Uh, so we were we were kind of concerned about the cat being in the in the uh, camper for that that day. Logical. And this was pretty early on in our learning experience and and knowing what our you know what the temperatures get like inside the camper without running the AC and mm-hmm. can the cat survive or is he going to be cooked alive? <laughs> um, so at that point we were like overprotective of it. We're just sure. like, okay, it's like, you know, it's 95 degrees outside. We really shouldn't leave them in there longer than like an hour. So yeah. we, we basically went up to this one location and then we, we swung back, but I'll tell you what it was. If anybody's in that area and wants to wheel, it's free. You know, it's, it's not, it's not, you can camp there. Uh, yeah. There are, there are areas where you nicely established camping areas there. And the wheeling there, it's only one trail, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. Okay. Uh, yeah, really, really wow. good, challenging, um, not really major obstacles, but it's just boulders everywhere. Yeah. And it's, it, it was a nice, fun. nice ride. Fun yeah, trail. Nice nice. Ride. Yep. 
Um, yeah, where did we go next after that, Liz? Um, Great Sand Dunes. I think we had we went towards uh, yeah, Gunnison at that point, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 yeah. Um, so now, we, Gunnison we knew is we were... pretty high up there in elevation, right? Like you're getting 10k plus at that point, right? I think Gunnison's maybe between six and eight. I think. Okay. Okay. So maybe yeah. not all the way up to ten, but okay. Yeah. So you're still climbing um, though from Great Sand Dunes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's that is uh, Great Sand Dunes. The um, uh, the name of the mountains there are on the tip of my tongue. Sangre uh, de Cristo. Yeah. Sangre de Cristo. Oh, okay. Like, uh, that's yeah, the southern and, um, San Juan. Yeah, the San Juans are a little bit north and mm-hmm. and, and west, but yeah, that, that basically is in the same area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in that in that area, uh, that that's like the lower tip of the Rockies. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so we started. Yeah, we started making our way up from that point um, and just mm-hmm. straddled the Continental Divide. So we hit uh, nice. Gunnison. Uh, we spent some time in Gunnison, really liked Gunnison a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like a, has like this Western, old Western yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> feel to the, like the down, like a modern For Western. Sure. Go yeah. in there. No, no one's on horses. They're on their iron horses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of <laughs> badass rigs, like rolling yeah. through tons of like Jeeps all built out, tons mm-hmm. of ore runners and land cruisers, every corner. Yeah, um, nice. a, a lot of, um, adventure mode like motorcycles yeah in that area stuff yep yep a ton of them um that was a really cool area you just like could park anywhere and just i'm just truck watching people with truck people watch i'm truck watching you know i'm I'm, (laughs) just watching all these insane rigs go by um you know we we broke a few necks too in the tacoma sure but uh, uh, you know flex on them russ flex on them russ <laughs> 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 tell them all um, your cool parts <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah we and then after uh, uh gunnison we we started heading towards uh crested butte which we spent okay. a considerable a time, amount of time in crested butte and mm-hmm. really explored that butte. area i mean first time i i well i actually went there with a buddy of mine um it was off season it was kind of like i think it was march maybe so it was kind of a drab yeah kind of leftover snow kind of time mm-hmm. it was it wasn't that pretty but this time man holy moly like yeah <laughs> the flowers the trees the green everything was amazing wow so, so yeah how far we did are you- uh, when you get to this area, how far are you into your trip? Are you like a couple weeks in, three weeks in, a month? I'm just trying to figure out how long we progressed well, to this point. Okay, so we celebrated my birthday, July yep, 27th, 27th. at Preston Two weeks 17th. in. Wow, that's some. Yeah, 17th. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not the, not the twenty seventh. Um. We have it on record. <laughs> yeah, you busted. Yeah. But yeah, so just two weeks. Yeah, totally busted. Um, so y'all done a lot in two weeks. Yeah, just two like, weeks. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a full yeah. trip. Yeah. 
It That's is. a big trip it's, for and, most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and CB was like almost its own trip in itself too. Um, be, it, it, you know, because there's so much to do and we did spend, sure. uh, I don't know, nine days there, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So that, that felt, that's, was that like one of your main, like, I guess, was that, would that be like your first big stop where you guys kind of relaxed and, and settled a little bit? Or is that still coming mm-hmm. down the road or did it happen before that? Well, that's a good question. Um, actually, there, there, there was a reason, a, ma- a major reason why we, we stayed there that long. And that's because we had people, I had friends from Alabama come meet us alabama from alabama (laughs) greenbow alabama alabama (laughs) Um, so yeah uh we had a buddy of mine brandon wyman um he uh he's on instagram he's got a really really awesome build but he just throw it out there what's his handle shout out it's brandon brandon dot wyman w-i-m-a-n and uh he's got an amazing build but he doesn't really share a whole lot about it it's yeah. that's not his focus on on instagram but mm-hmm. he has built out the bed so beautifully and so meticulously i'm so jealous like that he <laughs> took the time to really build this thing out yeah uh, he's got a, a, a one drawer uh slide out drawer that is you know as long as the bed and he's got all this cooking like everything built in um and then on the right, on the right side, he's got it more open. So there's mm-hmm. a refrigerator and then he's got this really cool, like, um, compartment that opens up that's back towards the cab. And he's mm. got this beautiful setup, you know, solar power, you know, uh, a charge controller, yeah, all the good stuff, all the goodies electronic wise. And he's got all that underneath a smart cap. Mm. Um, so it's oh, cool. beautiful, beautiful. And he's a big, Smart caps, good stuff. So, yeah, I had one. So yeah, I oh, agree. Yeah. <laughs> until I broke, it broke my bed off. Um, Oof. but, uh, the, uh he yeah. <laughs> so, um, did he's that break the bed guy. or did red clay rally break the bed? Red clay <laughs> I think the rock. Rally, yeah. <laughs> I think you said you hammered it again, and hit the wall, <laughs> hit the rock. <laughs> Pretty sure we've had this conversation on the podcast before, so yes, I had to bring it up. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Red Red Clay Rally broke that shit. Um, <laughs> not mad about it. That was a that was a great time. Uh, yeah, so he's a big fly fisherman. So he did all this like custom work, like up yeah. in the, the, the under, you know, the top part of the smart caps. He has all this his his fly rods, like all just neatly That's sorted. Cool. It's just incredible. So I did. I did get a few shots of that while we were chilling with them up there. But I wish I would have spent a little bit more time with them and been able to wheel with them. We just yeah. went up there. They were already camping at that time. It just so happened that the schedules worked out for both of us, and they were able to <laughs> intersect. So um, we didn't spend a ton of time with them. I wish we would have. Yeah. Uh, and, and gotten some more photography of uh, their rigs. Sure. But, Brandon's a really, really great guy. He invited us up to their uh, their campsite. Oh, there's a big, long story about getting their campsite. We actually showed up a little earlier uh, before them, and I, I hate to even admit this, but we kind of reserved their campsite for them. And, and it <laughs> sat one night, but we we kind of told people to go use it that night, so I didn't yeah. feel so bad. It's kind sure. of a no-no, but it, they were coming from a really long they're coming from alabama it's a really long trip it's a long trip yeah it's a big 
and we wanted to be near them. So we tried to do our best and, and try yeah. to get them near us and get them a cool campsite. Sure. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, he invited us up to that, that camp where they were camped and, uh, made a beautiful, t- uh, like tacos, you know, station and spread mm-hmm. and plethora of meats and all kinds of toppings. And I mean, killer thank you brandon again for uh that experience that was a lot of fun and then we sat around the fire and just you know told stories and laughed drank awesome. a lot of whiskey awesome nice i'm a i'm yeah. a firm believer that everybody does that when camping um and yep. if they say they don't do that then they're liars uh um, right. they Facts. all reserve <laughs> and help their friends yep. out and all that mm-hmm. stuff so uh if you get sassy <laughs> about it don't dm us we don't care yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no they those, I know I said it was like I, I say it like it was some special thing like we don't like I, as overlanders we don't know that we get to camp and we make a great meal and then we sit around a fire and drink yeah. and whatnot but yeah. like you said but uh, Brandon and his friends were super hosts um, that's awesome super hosts. Yeah, that's awesome but yeah we really appreciated that so um, yeah I was talking about uh, the, the campsite reservation not the awesome yeah. eating and cooking experience that's a standard oh, <laughs> it's expected I yeah I was being I was being hard on myself no I'm saying don't be hard on yourself because I think everybody uh, has done that a time in their life and if they say they haven't they're they're probably lying uh, because these campsites it was so popular though too so we just started really feeling bad like people were just driving in constantly and Mm. like yeah there's nothing up there and we're just thinking we have one and they're not even going to be here Oh, man. <laughs> a day or two so we did eventually we uh, russ kind of like flagged down a couple who were actually in a coma um mm-hmm. we could you know they were clearly nice. looking for a campsite and he, and, he, <laughs> yeah. and he let them know he kind of like flagged them down and he was like you guys go back to this one campsite there's a hammock in it stay there tonight <laughs> So it actually worked out, you know, and oh, actually sweet. maybe alleviated some of Russ's guilt. Russ was like, now all y'all jeepers go away, but this is so yeah. I got you. <laughs> I mean, when you was got it, it like that, gen? you got it like that. Hey. <laughs> That's amazing. That taco That's life. Yeah. It's a yeah. brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so after... Crested Butte, you're there for nine days. You kind of settle in. You're camping. You're living the life. What's next? Wait, um, I don't mean to back up to see back up Crested Butte. Back it on up, Terry. Back it up, Terry. <laughs> Crested. Before we left Crested Butte, I I told Liz I was like we had our like departure date ready to go, mm-hmm. and um, I was like Liz. I, I feel like we're, we're, we've been in CB for like a week or more. We haven't even wheeled yet. Like really wheeled. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, we need to do something. So we actually like, I think the day before we got some insight from a local mm-hmm. that had spent some time on some trails around the area and he recommended this trail and he was like, okay, so you can't go this way because there's like this boulder in the way and, um, so, but you can go all the way around the marble and then you can come from the other end and you can get to this, this mill or it was an old gold mine, I guess. Yeah. It was, we call it crystal mill. And they, uh, 
they, you know, they gave us all this information and I, I tried to double check it as best I could on Gaia. Yeah. And I did find a route that would take us to this area. Well, they were mistaken about where the boulder was because we ended up hitting it anyways. Oh no. Um, so yeah, we got to a point where, um, the trail just gets really narrow, really tight. Yeah. And I was worried the truck wasn't even going to make it if we go too far. Uh, are, you like, uh, are you like in a, um, you say like trail gets tighter. Are you like, so I'm thinking like Colorado trail where like one side is a cliff and the other side is like a major drop off. Is that the kind of tide or are you like in more of like a wooded area tight? So both of that. So the, the okay. It, it oh, great. Even with, better. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to the, well, okay, well, the parking lot right before the trail started says like four by four only beware experienced drivers only like big sign, the biggest one I've ever seen to warn people <laughs> that like, this is like the yeah. real deal. It's thing. a big, scary sign. Yeah. yeah. There's like, there's like, there's big two people sign. that approach that and the people that go, nah, I'm not that guy. And then there's Russ who's like, I'm that guy. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. I'm that oh, guy. Let's go. This is, <laughs> this is why I came here. Exactly. So, <laughs> yes. So, I mean, within like two minutes after that sign, the trail just gets super narrow, like side by side narrow. And yeah, then all okay. of a sudden, like, oh man, big, there's like three foot ledges, like immediately. And I'm like, yeah. yeah i I just got super amped and then um and then it kind of you know it it varied it went opened up a little bit we did a couple um stream crossings which were really beautiful because there was like crazy water double waterfall um on one of them that Mm -hmm. was right near where the crossing was so it was cool to just stop and admire that um so well we're continuing on we get it just keeps getting the the rocks keep turning big you know getting bigger they're just becoming boulders now and yeah uh after one more crossing on the creek on that stream that we were kind of snaking around um it opened up into this just beautiful i don't know what you call it a vista or whatever but the valley opens up you could see how far down it went and then if you looked on the, on the left side, you could see the trail just hanging there by its fingernails. And I was like, Whoa, we're going, we're going down that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Liz is like, Oh man, damn yeah, it. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. So I don't uh, even know like, what's about to happen though. Yeah. Oh. I don't, well, like, I, I don't even either, know. Really. Rook doesn't even know either. Yeah. Me, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we, conti- we started to go down that. And then I, I, I saw like way down the trail, there was, uh, there were some people walking and, and then, you know, okay. we're just like, okay, it's just some hikers, whatever. And then be- behind them coming up further down the hill were five, six, maybe, uh, adventure, bu- you know, bikers, like the, yeah. the adventure motorcycles they are coming up the hill. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, let's, let's go investigate, you know, before I go down this, it was a one way trail. And, and, sure. you know, when you see people walking up the hill and they didn't look like they were hikers, to be honest, but once we saw, once we got a better <laughs> look at them, they were like uh, in normal clothes, not really out for the hike, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh man. So let's go inspect this. So we started walking down the trail a little bit and I mean, the Valley just, just gets it's a gash in the earth you know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say like black, black Canyon, but like black Canyon. Mm. Um, so, uh, 
I get to a point where the hikers disappeared and then the bike, then the bike, the guys on bikes disappeared. And I'm like, where did they go? And they were, they were around this corner. So I continued to walk down and the, 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 uh, the people walking on foot got to me first and they were like, yeah, what do you do? You know, there's, you know, what are you guys doing here? And I was like, yeah, we're wheeling, we're coming down this trail. And they're like, yeah, you're not going to make it. There's a (laughs) part of the, part of the cliff at uh, the wall, you know, the, the, the wall, the wall oh, yeah. oh, is falling and it it's locked. Down. Yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. yeah. He's like, you're not, you're not going to make it turn around. You know, you're going to have to turn around yeah. and go back. I was like, I need to lay my eyes on this. Myself. <laughs> I feel like this is a <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Every, every overlander's dream. You can't yeah, go hold, through there. Yeah, hold my, my beer. beer. Watch me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> hold my macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> hold my green tea matcha. <laughs> so uh, I finally get I get down even closer, and the bike, the guys on bikes still haven't come up around this corner. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with these guys? You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I finally get them in sight, and the one, the there's only one guy that I can see. And he's yeah. standing on this boulder the size of a, you know, a lazy boy. I think I, I mm-hmm. used the reference. You know? <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, that, that appears to be the trail. Yeah. And <laughs> I, get, <laughs> I get close enough and he is standing on the boulder and he's, get, they're, he's getting ready to direct and, and, and kind of like, you know, spot the guys coming, the rest of the, the, the motorcycles coming through sure. what is this pinch point between the boulder that had fallen and the rock wall and the wall that's mm. on the other side of the trail. And again, this is already like a side by side type, you know, looking trail. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at, I'm like, you know, going down, don't look so bad, but coming mm-hmm. back, I think might be a little bit of a challenge. So this trail was an out and back. Is that what, what I'm no, understanding? It actually, no, it actually okay. would go all the way down to, okay. uh, bottom of the valley and it would it would wrap all the way around to marble colorado so marble is another kind of like crested butte where it's a box it's in a box canyon yeah so it's surround you know surrounded by three sides by you know there's only one way in and out so like that's the only trail that can get you from what that from marble to cb wow okay or or else you're taking road you know highway yeah so uh I walked back up and I was like, Liz, uh, we're doing this. Um, <laughs> even if you have any objections, I mean, it's not going to make a difference. We're doing it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually, I went back up. Were you like, were you like, Hey, it's not that big of a deal. We should be able to get over it easy. Or do you like, you might want to throw your seatbelt on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of, in, it was kind of both at first. I was like, we're, I think we'll be fine going down. But I don't know what the rest of the trail looks like, so put your seatbelt on. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> I think I did go back up to get my camera because I did catch a few really killer shots of these guys um, on the bikes coming through that pinch point. Yeah. Um, and nice. I think uh, I think they're on my Instagram actually. I think I cool. put a, a few of the, the photos on up, um, so you can see that. Um, so yeah, we made our way back down to that pinch point in the truck and, and we, you know, I slowly creeped over it. I, I, I'm pretty sure that the, uh, 
we rubbed on the passenger side because we're on that side of the we're on the if you're going down the canyon we were on the left side of the canyon yeah so we rubbed on that big boulder on the passenger side uh off the slider and i think i'm pretty sure i, I scraped the diff to the rear diff um not i'm a watching the video of it right now that's cool oh, nice yeah so we uh we went all the way down oh when i did stop and talk to the guy that was on the motorcycle he was like yeah, yeah this i i think you'll be fine yeah. but <laughs> when you get down yeah there he is um so when you get down to the bottom he's like you're definitely not going to make it past the snow so like there's a, a an avalanche area that yeah you know has made the trail completely impassable so um we ended up going down to that point inspecting the snow and saying mm -hmm. yeah fuck that we're not gonna die today that was definitely <laughs> one of those yeah definitely one of those points where we we're like there's no way we're gonna sure. risk that i had we, it in um, my mind from those talking about those tried it go ahead liz <laughs> talking about those avalanches say, you know like go ahead liz you got it just when you know russ was like it doesn't matter if you don't want to go like that was sort of one thing with the boulder but the mm -hmm. snow at the bottom like that would have been a situation where i would have been like i mean good luck i'm not i'm not going <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think here, is... <laughs> I will, you know like it, it was really like not that's very dumb like very like like likely gonna get stuck or die so right that's kind of how crazy i had it i had it in my head that i i had it in my head that i was gonna winch the front of the truck off so we didn't slide off <laughs> <laughs> while you're planning <laughs> yeah yeah i was really who did you almost run over on this video she almost got hit i go. saw like someone running <laughs> close that's a that's a that's a Mr. Mr. Sandy McSend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow yeah Oh, I want to see this part. Hang uh, here's, on. <laughs> yeah, this is Liz's, Liz's perspective here. This is really what scared me, watching watching her perspective on it. Yeah, my tires bit. I got swung around, and then and just Liz is running away. She just catapulted. Yep, I just all that momentum. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, you launched you like the front tires got off the ground. I think. Well, you had no. your you had your rear locked, didn't you? Almost. And I. I I did, yeah. Yeah, so you can tell when your rears connect, and that's what throws you around at the end, is because you yeah, have that uh, yeah. you around that. Yeah. Bro. Well, I I hit the driver's side uh, slider so hard it it bounced me in my in my seat, and that's why I I stomped on oh, the gas accidentally. Yeah. Oh. So it like bucked me, you know, further out of my seat than I was already. Yep, there it is. Out of the door. Yep. Boom. Mm. Yeah, you could see the slider like bending up, hitting the cab and bouncing yeah. back down almost. <laughs> that was a big hit. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good obstacle. I mean, it, it you know, like we all know this, the camera never does any justice no, to these like never. types of obstacles. So, um, but anyways, that was the excitement uh, of of you know of, of our you know the the ending of CB after that, we were like, okay, let's fucking move on before yeah. we push our luck. <laughs> we don't need to break anything. So, yeah. 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 And I really, the I really trail thought, was actually a lot scarier too than yeah. like, I was a lot more scared in the truck 
than the experience of Russ almost running me over. Like mm. that trail <laughs> was insanely narrow and yeah. not even just like a boulder, but there was this like turn and like water, you know, had eroded, um, mm. you know, like in the bend. And I mean, what did we say? It was, it was more frightening. I think both of us agreed than, um, Black, black, black hair pass. Yep. Whoa, wow. Huh. That's... It, it, it was nothing like that long. This is a very short amount of time. You know, we sure. couldn't get very far because, because of the snow. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, talk about, oh my God, I never would ever do that again. <laughs> and I was much less scared when Russ almost ran me over. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, like that's how bad that's... <laughs> I'm probably just happy to have my feet on solid ground, you know. Yeah. Oh man. So you watched and you're video. out there. Go ahead, Jeff. You're out there, you know, what, fifteen hundred miles away from home, thousand miles away from home, mm-hmm. wheeling, doing a hard, difficult trail in your tow rig that you're just starting your adventure with. That adds to the whole thing. <laughs> watch watch yeah. Liz right here when he gets over here. I'm pretty sure you tapped the front bumper as he uh oh, slides around you. I think definitely puts her hand on the hood. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In fact, quick feet, Liz. Quick feet. Nice. (laughs) Liz, do you remember do you remember when I washed the car the first the first time I washed the truck on the road? Um I was I was looking at the hood and there's a handprint on the hood. That was was when you almost ran her over. Oh man. I was like, either somebody had sex on my truck or that's Liz's balls, (laughs) and then I almost ran her over. (laughs) So that leads to one of my questions. um, That leads to one of my questions for the trip, and it's it's, what's what's been the hardest point? Like, what's the hardest moment so far that you guys have had to deal with? In in the truck wheeling, or you mean... In the trip, in in the whole trip, like anything on the trip from from when we talked to you last till now like what was the most difficult situation like mentally <laughs> anything i mean <laughs> mentally you guys can yeah. like right. emotionally <laughs> we want it all because <laughs> like you don't get those moments on a on a weekend trip or a two a one week no. trip like what is that you know I would say for me, um, before, uh, Liz gets to hers, I guess I, I, I'll, I have one and it, mm-hmm. I, we've already kind of touched on it a little bit. And for me mentally and in the trip, um, it wasn't so much of like the destination we were in or wheeling or anything. It was, it, it sometimes, like I, I mentioned the heat and the Hills towing that much yeah. weight. Yeah, with the yeah. truck and just the struggle and and the and the worry i was like i'm either gonna blow up a diff i'm gonna um overheat and the radiator is gonna you know do whatever Explode, it's gonna yeah. do um i mean i just had so many thoughts going through my head it was a really really stressful drive there was two points there was one um uh what was the what's the first one i i'm trying to remember what part of the road but part of the uh the trip the first time that happened to me where i was just like 
yelling, like I said, calling the truck names and threatening that I was going to sell it. (laughs) But I remember there was, there was one above when we got out of Wyoming and we're, we were uh, getting into Montana. Montana. Yeah. We were, we were on the, um, the East side of Glacier and um, in Browning, Montana. And before you get there from, from Southern Montana to that point up in Browning, it's like, it's like it is in in Denver, um, but with a little more rolling hills where the East side is just flat and it's windy and, you know, Browning is, is like that only it's, uh, it's like I said, rolling hills. We had this incredible headwind and Mm -hmm. it's. 98 degrees so i'm watching the thermostat of my 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 um engine temperature at like 223 and i'm like oh god like it is gonna go down real soon if this truck doesn't cool down so you got a head gasket doing a shimmy at that heat that was we were heading straight to Puckerville for sure. <laughs> did what? Well, so one question: Did you have? Does did the air conditioning turn off on you? Um, there was there were some moments where it didn't. Yeah, it wasn't really working very well. Yeah, that's so, when I first noticed it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I looked at the engine temperature, and I'm like, "It's two twenty one. What the fuck?" Yeah. So my eighty <laughs> will hit my eighty if I'm. It's a summer day and it's hot out. I'll hit two twenty two thirty going up my hill towing just to my house and at 230 degrees the air conditioning relay shuts off so it disengages the clutch so your air conditioning turns off as a precautionary measure so that's when you know in a toyota you're really about to hit the fan yep is that moment <laughs> and then you switch it yep. to heater and start yep. praying that it's heat. gonna work yep. yeah <laughs> yep I think okay so that was yours yeah, yeah. I think at one point I did hit the the heater. I was like, we got to get, we got to dissipate some of this heat off the engine. So sorry. Yeah. But yeah, what what uh, is what's yours? Sorry. Um, I think mine would probably be um, and we've adjusted some, but especially in the beginning and, and still to this day. But the first few months, um, a lack of cell signal or internet. Yeah, very hard. You know, it's one thing um, to be off the grid or no signal for like a weekend or maybe Mm -hmm. even a week. But, you know, days at a time, four and five days of no Internet, no cell um, is really difficult when this is, you know, your life. Like it's not vacation. Yeah. you know, we're living on the road. Like you can't talk to your family. You can't talk to your friends. People yeah, want to tell you happy birthday tricky. and you can't get to them. And, um, it, you know, you kind of just work in there. A lack of connectedness, um, yeah. and family and friends, you know, it's all very exciting living on the road. Um, I mean, some of that is certainly, you know, worn off. Like it's not really a novelty at this point but um you still miss you know familiar things and you know like i get sell and then you know be like 60 text messages you know from like uh, 
a group chat I'm in with like all my college friends and <laughs> um you know it's just it's kind of it's, it was kind of hard you know and yeah. like every time we went to town we'd have to be like okay I have 25 things I need to accomplish <laughs> in an hour and a half Wow. you know like yep. actual life things you know adulting you know you got built you know there's a lot of things in flux too when you had just moved you know bills and refunds and mm-hmm. this that and the other and just inevitably you always forget something and you'd be back at the camper with no service and like shit i forgot to look up blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yep. i forgot to call <laughs> and so you know and it was really yeah. hard and then a lot of those towns too you know like we'd, okay we'll go to the coffee shop and buy a coffee use their wi-fi well their wi-fi sucked you know like so Mm -hmm. many places the internet was horrendous you know cb especially yeah crested butte was so bad you know when your phone this happened in a lot of places i mean still does alaska Mm -hmm. too but oh yeah four bars you know you should be able to do anything no nothing works um It was really hard, and I was trying to work uh, part time a little bit then, and you know, just imagine that would so be so easy to do all this offline work, and yeah. it, it actually still wasn't very easy it's at not. all. <laughs> you um, need the internet for so much. Not, <laughs> uh, and you know, trying to just okay, I have to remember when I get connected, I work on this document on my computer, and then I need to move it into this drive that lives on the internet, and then you know, have to update this thing in this place, but it's on my, it was just, it was sort of a nightmare until we got Starlink. And oh, now, good of course, segue. we don't have that right now. Anyway. Good um, segue but. there, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, so uh, just speaking to that, uh, that point, Liz's point about the frustration, um, we actually, on the fly here, we just were like, we gave into it. We were just like, we need internet and yeah. we need it to be like, you know, with us all the time. So I went ahead and, and ordered Starlink while we were on the road and um, awesome. had it shipped cool. to my, my, my parents' house. And then my, my mom then shipped it to wherever we were going to be because we couldn't really work out the, the, the timing um, sure. of the shipment. Uh, so we actually picked it do. up. <laughs> what, what's that? I just said that's hard too. Like we have nowhere yes. to ship things, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. You know, you got to do. Mm. You got to. Amazon doesn't really ship to post offices, so you can't do general deliveries. Um, but anyways, oh, that, that was my tough. point. Yeah, yeah, we we did uh, general delivery for with the Starlink that my my mm-hmm. mom had shipped to me, um, and we picked it up in uh, Columbia Falls, uh, Montana. Uh, just okay. just outside of Glacier, yeah. And from that point to, um, I guess a good portion through Canada, we had Starlink. So I think we had it for like three weeks total, and and now we don't yeah. have it again. But <laughs> and it's so I sad. Never... Yeah, it is very sad. <laughs> I never so told you that it, it... Randall was in Montana at Glacier National Park, did I? No. Uh, yes, oh, yes, you actually did, uh, and then we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is, if you come back down, he'll be there again uh, okay. in the spring. Uh, but okay. yeah, no, he's been he's been working down there building a bridge. Yeah, in Glacier totally National Park. forgot that. Oh, cool! That's awesome. 
that's that's really close to to our our well you know it's close to part of our story um what was i gonna say about starlink though there was something to, oh um sorry uh yeah we're we're back head yeah. here yeah, no, it's all good. we're 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 basically we're we're back to the struggle bus without having uh, internet. Yeah. So it's it's so been, what it's been what is that? Tough. Is it just like at a certain point, you know, above a, a, a certain latitude, there's just no satellites there? Is I think yeah, it's latitude. It's degrees latitude is where it stops. Um, but I okay. think it's actually creeped up a little bit now because they're starting to get approvals to go higher um that's really what it's been um there are parts where it could provide services to but yeah so who do they get approvals from who's in charge of space no it's not space it's the provider on the ground oh they got to connect to the provider to actually deliver because they had to connect to a tower no tower i guess connects down no how does that work no 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 how does the math and science work on that i'm confused I, i think it's because they don't want, they have to, they have to um, like kind of make it, having a, it's kind of a, an agreement with the providers on the, on the ground. So my Starlink, my satellite connects directly to the, the satellites up there. Mm-hmm. My, my dish connects to the satellite. There's no, nothing on the ground that it needs to bounce off of. You have um, a dish? It's like a real dish? Like a old I satellite uh, dish? Like a little yeah, rectangular It looks thing. cooler though. Does it? It's it looks it's uh, I would say it's a 18 ish by 10 inch, you know, rectangle. Like a solar and panel, kind of like, like the size of a solar panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Small. I mean, it's small. It's fitting like a big briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. It briefcase sits in a bit. Is, uh, that's something yeah. I don't see a lot anymore. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> think of let's say a laptop bag, but then it's like no. <laughs> I need an old school briefcase. Sorry, I've been well, coming back. Things are getting silly <laughs> over here. A little ADD kicking in. But I'm really God, interested wish- this this uh this start so you got a you got a solar panel we'll call it that for for my simple my <laughs> it's a simple satellite <laughs> satellite dish it's, it's a dish yeah your your satellite dish it's a rectangle it's not a dish yeah. dishes yeah. are around you can throw them oh, like frisbees man. um at least that's in my head and then and so <laughs> so they have to have these agreements i guess with with local carriers in order to be able to deliver the satellite internet service to those, to the areas, I guess, north of, you know, in, cause that's, I mean, cause that's further up. You got USA up there, you got Canada, you got Russia. I mean, that's pretty much all you got up there, right? There's not anybody else that's owning that part yeah, of the world. I, I really think it's more of the competition kind of thing yeah. Than, yeah, it is, than it is anything. Yeah. So I guess one of his his campaigns has been to provide Alaska with better mm-hmm. than nothing internet. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> like, as, as so, we're learning from you guys, that's that's a real thing there. You know, you got yep. some hmm. serious deserts of connectivity once you get exactly. out of the lower forty eight. Exactly. So so he, uh, on the site, if you go to the site, his Starlink dot um, there's a map and it does provide you with a a, a very um, detailed map of um, where you can get signal and where you can't, and it, mm-hmm. it's based on your GPS. So the app that you run on your phone provides the GPS information to tell a satellite whether you can pick up a signal or not. Could you spoof uh, so, that with a VPN? 
Ah, try it. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into that. I don't know. <laughs> we're we're all tech people here, so <laughs> yeah. I'm probably not. I mean, Elon Musk, stop listening people. right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Turn turn off our podcast. Hey, if you are listening, um, we'd love to interview you about this. Just if you <laughs> yeah, come on on here, Elon. Come on, man. In. We'll burn down. Talk about tech. It'll be a good time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I'm not, you know, if you go on the map, um, yeah. it, it, I'm not in the behind the scenes, but it does say quarter one, 2023, Alaska is going to get service. Oh, okay. So wow. good news for them, but I've read some, I've done some Reddit perusing yeah. and, um, there's a lot of people saying it ain't going to happen mm. like quarter one, mm. 2023. Been so, a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you got to be careful with the form, the the forum fondling. It's not the greatest resources there. You got to, <laughs> yeah, you got to, you got to wear a little protection when you get to the forums. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't live in Alaska, so it doesn't really bug me too much. We're gonna be out of here in like two weeks, so yeah, um, you know, whatever. But I feel bad for the people up here. They've, they've just been dragged on by by Elon overpromising and underdelivering. Sure. So. I bet they were pissed um, when Ukraine got internet in like a day. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Ukraine, it's serious. It's not a you know, nothing to truly joke about. But like, I can imagine you're sitting there going, "Man, like I've been promised this, and and you can make it happen yeah. that fast." Like, what is the reason why we can't get it mm-hmm. in a day? Like, what's the to be, what's holding it well, up? Right. To be fair, it is not like it's um, it's really easy to get those like in between the. Antarctic and Arctic Circle, the satellites to fly in, in between those lines. So, um, I'm I'm assuming that maybe some of the reason why the, the upper latitudes not be not only because of less people up there, but it might be more challenging to get in those certain areas coverage yeah. in certain areas because it's higher on the um, latitude. Man, I'd love to have a, yeah. a Starlink engineer on here to just talk to us about For real. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, if you happen to be an overlander and a Starlink engineer, we could do a little convo. Let's do a giveaway. Yes. (laughs) By giveaway, you mean give all three of us one and then give one away. (laughs) Yeah, that one. I did uh, in my uh, forum fondling, I did actually read other guys. (laughs) He, He was like, don't tell anybody about Starlink. Let's just keep it to ourselves so it's fast and we're not like, you know, <laughs> tearing up all the bandwidth in ourselves. So, yeah. I mean, there's a point to that too. Yeah. Until it's everything true. gets hosted on Starlink, it's going to yep. be a slow, but like, you know, that, imagine that that's, that's a real cloud. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, now that is the, that, I mean, that's, well, that's how you connect to the cloud. It's, it's a connection mm-hmm. agent. It's not, the you could just have your, your agent sh- of the cloud. You could we put some hard drives up work. in space. We say we're talking about work. We talk oh, about yeah. cloud. Okay. <laughs> we'll, get into, we'll get into way too many technical conversations in an hour. <laughs> um, so, okay. Starling, hey, by the way, real beat it to real, death real, here. Real quick. Yeah, we did. And we're going to move on. But by the way, I don't know if you guys have noticed, or at least maybe your listeners are wondering why the hell Liz and I sound differently. And she's um, this is true. kind of. Yeah, and and like for people that <laughs> might watch this eventually, um, she's not sitting next to me. Um, it's because she's in my, she's in the truck about uh, fifty yards away, and she's on her own call, and I'm over here 
Uh, <laughs> nice. Turn the phone around. I'm actually on a picnic table outside of the library with Jack Reeb running nice. my laptop and whatnot. So, anyways, I just wanted to point that out real quick, um, just in case anybody's <laughs> awesome. wondering. They're together, but they're not together. <laughs> so, so for the folks, for the folks that are that were bending your ear here for the last hour and a half, and you're still hanging with us, we appreciate you. Um, yes. But there is yeah. some serious dedication that Russ and Liz have provided all of us to come out here and do this and be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so for that, we're we're very grateful, and the stories are awesome, and we're, we appreciate you guys making the time and and figuring Definitely. out how to how to continue to tell your story. And uh, and so yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, man. No, thank you for for having us and making the time for yeah, actually. Pro- this did take some coordination. I mean, we were trying to schedule this thing like around your trip out West and us being in Alaska. And obviously we've been pretty vocal about the struggles in um, internet here in Alaska. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for hanging with us. That is not a closing statement. We are not done people. Don't don't tune off. (laughs) We haven't even gotten into Canada yet. Yeah, no. this, this is this is a good this is gonna be a long one. This is gonna be yep. a long, long story podcast. Speaking of that, I'm gonna get another beer. All right, intermission is over. We have refilled the coffers and emptied the coffers. <laughs> and, uh, we are ready to continue past uh crested butte here. And and we have fully beaten the horse that is Starlink. Um, that horse is no <laughs> yeah. longer uh, saddled up anymore. So we'll, nope. we'll move on past that. Um, and so so I assume you headed north from Crested Butte towards Alaska? Well, not exactly. Um, <laughs> Logical, that makes sense. Uh, totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we did. We, we Not towards Alaska. We, we had a few more stops uh, in Canada that we wanted to, to fit in while we were there because it is quite a ways away. Sure. Yep. Um, so we had, we had number one, um, we did stop in Montana, uh, a pretty, pretty good. Well, in we stopped Wyoming. in Wyoming. Wyoming and Montana. Sorry, I was going the wrong way. Um, <laughs> Which, you know, that's kind of where chronologically where my Instagram is at right now is still Wyoming. Oh. Um, 100% due to the fact that we don't have internet. So um, I just posted yesterday uh, some more on our Wyoming visit. And then tomorrow I'll have another uh, post uh, getting a little further. In. Actually, tomorrow will be the last Wyoming content. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be kind of our, our exit is uh that post tomorrow but anyways yeah we we loved got into wyoming and just immediately uh were interested i think that was there was one moment we were driving down the valley first time in wyoming ever i've never been to wyoming liz never Mm -hmm. been wyoming and a bald eagle just is like flying next to the truck (laughs) we're just like what a great way to get (laughs) introduced to wyoming (laughs) japanese truck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> made it made in alabama yeah. damn throwing heaters heaters, heaters. Uh, actually i think mine was not was not made in america i think mine was a mexico model anyways um <laughs> so yeah <laughs> uh that was a great introduction into wyoming and we absolutely loved wyoming um yeah. I, I i can probably guess that liz is going to agree with that uh we went to our first rodeo like a real western rodeo Whoa, cool cool at um 
at uh, Jackson Hole uh, at, the, yeah. at Jackson County Fair, which was amazing. We just got lucky to be there at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, that was incredible. Um, the Tetons were just insane. Oh, yeah, I want to go. We there. got yeah, we got uh, one campsite that um, we were able to just walk out of the camper and see the Tetons right there. Just That's it was wild. And we were we were outside was it the of the Gross Verde National Park. No, it was the Bridger Teton. Okay. Mm. Um, but I know the I know that is uh, we did stay near that um, that national forest at our okay. first campsite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of that one too. But no, it was uh, Bridger Teton um, National Forest. Fantastic area, though. We we did uh, uh, four hikes in five days there. I think totaling like 21 and a half miles. Um, the, uh, my favorite one was, yeah, it was a lot. That was uh, that's a lot of miles. That's awesome, actually. <laughs> and they weren't easy miles either. They were, uh, the can- um, Canyon, what was it? Uh, Garnet Canyon, uh, was hmm. an, an insane hike. Um, and we had fantastic views of middle Teton at the top. Um, very strenuous, very challenging hike. Uh, cause it was uphill, like the, for four and a half miles, four and a Whoa. quarter miles, just straight uphill. That's it tough. was brutal. Yeah, it was really brutal. Um, and it was like scrambling yeah, temperature hot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so we, 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 uh, we made it through Wyoming without staying there permanently. Hmm. I need to uh, pause. Okay. Well, I need you to pause because I think uh, these boys will appreciate my favorite part of Wyoming in Hoback Junction and this (laughs) amazing (laughs) gas station with uh, alcoholic slushies. There's like three flavors. I know, like 40 flavors of uh, slushy. Um, and then, and like, they all had, I guess, vodka in them, right? So, um, there were a couple of margarita options, but there were like two or three days in a row where we, we'd be coming back to camp and be like, can we, don't you want to just swing by? I do want to swing, swing by. The, swing by the junction, you know? That's amazing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. A, it was not a drive-through. Okay. But um, was it a fact? Yeah, yeah you went in. No, it's Hodak Market, I believe, is the name of it. And someone had already told us that this was like a really cool place. Um, mm-hmm. It had like a little grocery store in there, and uh, I think it's been around a long time. And <clears throat> everybody goes for the slushies, um, but they like strap it down with all this tape, you know, because technically you're not supposed to be able to, like, they can't let you leave with it, like, being able to drink it and then send you into your vehicle. Um, Here's your straw. Really <laughs> yeah. But it was really fun, and they were really strong, and, I mean... That's awesome. I feel... Was it, like, because of COVID? Like, were they, like, they uh you know kind of like out here they did like laws where you could get drinks to go and stuff was it no or so it been I, that place I, i'm 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 gonna take a little bit of the story here liz sorry but 
So when we were in um, Salt Lake City, uh, I I had a connection with a guy yep. that owned a um, a motor like a, a like a um, off road not not car not truck off road but like motorcycles four wheelers whatnot ATVs side by sides yep. like that kind of shop and. Mm-hmm. I needed to get some work done to the dirt bike. So we stopped by there and he did the work. And afterwards he's, you know, we're saying, see you later, you know, peace out, dude. And he was like, Hey, by the way, where are you going? And I told him the story where we're going pretty much our Mm -hmm. route. He's like, okay, if you go to Wyoming and you're going to Jackson, you have to stop at this little gas station or, you know, like gas station market thing. He's like, they have slushies here. And dude, at this point I'm like, I'm thinking about motorcycles and like, yeah, camps. You've got oh, to cool story. Slushies at a gas station. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it flew right <laughs> over my head and it, it didn't, it didn't hit me until I think we were, uh, we had picked one up and we were on our way back and I made Liz drive. Cause I was like, I want to, I want to drive or I want to drink yeah. and I want to be on my phone doing shit. And yeah. finally, you know, like I'm driving all the time. Yeah. And, um, sitting in the passenger seat and i'm like this slushy is so good and i can't believe we got it at this gas station and i'm like oh shit the guy Dang. from this motorsports <laughs> place told us about this and i just re-watched the video last night trying to remind myself of some of these things i wanted to talk about and i'm mm-hmm. really glad liz brought it up because i like selfied this video and i was like talking about this story this guy told me <laughs> gotta stop at this gas station and we not accidentally found it we kind of knew of it but you know i think it was um they were so strong i think by the time we got back to the campsite we were i was drunk <laughs> oh wow <laughs> they were really strong i don't know 20 minutes drive i was like here you take it russ like <laughs> this thing is woo yeah, awesome. they were they were awesome. Yeah, yeah. so I will yeah. post after this. I'm going to tag you guys. I'm going to post that video on my story actually because it is pretty funny. <laughs> I'd like to see it for sure. Hoback yeah. Market. Hoback Market. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's awesome, and I remember like the first day we were there because we were using like the only place we had any signal. We we're just sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, I saw all these people like leaving with these, you know, looking like fruit drinks and I hadn't even been in the store yet and I had no <laughs> idea like what was up yeah. with these, you know, fruity looking drinks. And then finally, yeah, we're like, Oh yeah, duh, alcoholic slushies. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So many flavors, so good. Highly yep. recommend. It was just- <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 small details those yeah, little things yeah. that you that, like hey, those trip. make the trip that's why that's why oh, the journey yeah. is the destination right that's why you why you do these yeah. things you gotta slow it down and see what you see along the way yeah so, i, I mean this could, good. this could this could easily be like a 10 hour podcast if we really wanted to get into all those details <laughs> too i mean there's just so much that you know funny things and it just experiences that man I, that's why i did this right here this is a 100 page journal and it yeah. is full wow front that's and amazing. back front and back so you know that's why i did that so i could remember and recall some of these details because i have a terrible memory um this is this is my my savior right here yeah 
But well, I read um, that on your story. Uh, you had just posted that. And yeah. I thought that was so cool because I don't journal. But journaling in, in your situation is is amazing, you know, because then you can 10, 20, 30 years from now, you can look back and say, this is the adventure we took. You know, this yeah, is the and, risks and, that we and took. Bringing and bringing those memories back. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really exactly. awesome. I'm hoping to, you know, pass these off to my daughter someday and have a read yeah. them and, and just, you know, live, relive like kind of what we went through at this, at this on this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a, a lot more reasons than, than just that. But I, sure. I just, I went out, bought six of these and I'm hoping to fill them all by the time we uh, are awesome. done with this thing. So, like you said, I, journaling is something I've never done before. Yeah, so this yeah. is all a new experience and I've gotten better at writing. I've gotten better at, you know, paying attention to the details and, you know, it's, it's helped me improve my just That's amazing. A lot of different things. So, mm. yeah. So anyway, so I guess we're, we're, we're in uh, Montana now, right? Montana. Yep. Wy- yeah. Wyoming, Montana. Yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. So we're in Montana now. Uh, we've, we've, we've finally left the, the alcoholic slushies behind um, <laughs> probably a tough thing to leave behind i'd say yeah and yeah <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna cherry pick one story from from glacier um mm-hmm. we're in glacier uh that really blew my mind um so we we had been camping along the uh, I think it's Middle Fork Creek. It's basically like a river, um, and it yep. runs the the north to south border of the west side of Glacier National Park. And we're camped right on the other side of the river, so we're in National Forest. And um, on the other side, we can literally look over. There's National Park. You know, I could cross the river and be there. Yeah. Um. Not that it's any different from one side to the other, but I'm just saying that's how close we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful camp campsite. I mean, one of the best, one of my favorite campsites, I think so far. Wow. Um, okay. Right on this tributary that came into the river. We had it all by ourselves. Um, but there were other, it was a kind of a put in for, uh, people that were rafting and fishing yeah. and, and, and kayaking and whatnot. And we'd been there for several days and I think I was running to the, to the closest gas station so we could get more gas sure. um, or the generator. Mm-hmm. So, which I think was West Glacier, maybe, I don't know, one of the smaller towns right there. So um, I'm in my, like, basically like what I woke up in t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> you know, sweatpants, whatever. I'm just running to the gas station, filling up the uh, jerry can, no big deal. And I'm riding down this forest road and I- I'm in just kind of auto mode and, sure. and just, you know, looking out ahead of me and, and doing 40, 50 miles an hour on this forest road. And all of a sudden, I, you know, I see this uh, Tacoma pullover. It's got a GFC on it. Nice. And it was kind of, you know, a basic build with the GFC. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like the dude, um, well, the, the, the people like pu- were pulling over as I could see them approaching or yeah. I was approaching. And I could see both the doors open and the dude that was driving pops out and i have my window open for some reason and i hear russ and as i'm driving by <laughs> yeah what? yeah now, put yourself in my position i'm in the middle of nowhere the, yeah <laughs> glacier 
And I hear someone call my name from a, a Tacoma that I don't recognize. You know, yeah. I've never seen a silver Tacoma with a black GFC on it. Yeah. Um, so I like slam on the brakes. I do a 180. I, I pull <laughs> back. And it's my dude friend from from Georgia that I went riding with a couple times in the Rome 4, four Low crew. Whoa. And, <laughs> We just are like, you know, he was amazed first because he saw me. He saw yeah. the, the banner in the front and the windshield. Sure. And then he obviously was like, oh my God, that's Russ. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> flags me Jumps down. out of his car, and, yells at you. And, yeah. and I pull up and I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? <laughs> and yeah. he's like, what the and, fuck are you doing? Yeah. Just, no, he, he, well, here's the thing. Like he knew that I was on this trip, but he didn't know exactly yeah. where I was and when, sure. because we weren't really updating that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want some crazy, like tracking us our camper down and you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, we were just like scratching our heads. Like, what are the chances? You know, he, him and his wife came out to, uh, to glacier just to do some fly fishing and just like spend a couple days in glacier and then just yeah. fly home. So they rented this, this Tacoma. That's why I didn't recognize it. Yeah. Oh, oh. sweet. Yeah. So, cool. you, so that, that's becoming a thing. They, the, these, you know, some of these outfitters actually will build the Tacomas out mm-hmm. and then they'll rent them out for yeah. like 125, $150 a day. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did. And, and we ended up, um, I, I invited them back to our campsite that night. They were yeah. like, okay, we're going to explore. So they came back to our campsite and we, sh- you know, shot the shit, had a few beers yeah. and, um, they went fly fishing. So I, I got a, I had an opportunity to like to t- you know, photograph them yeah, I shot some yeah. video and whatnot. It was just a really wild thing. And then it, correct me if I'm wrong, Liz, but the next day they left and then, um, somehow we ended up at the same gas station again. <clears throat> like no same exact time and we were like oh my god here we go again so we dinner with the visitor. Say again? we ran into the apgar visitor center uh apgar uh, that's what it was yeah so that was really wild that was that was probably the pinnacle of, of glacier i just was like and that was just an insane yeah. moment man what are the oh, chances sure that's amazing <laughs> so and then I'm, after you know what's that no i'll say I'm, I'm just it's a great story i'm also amazed at the fact that it's still daylight where you are and it's right. like 10 30 p.m where jeff is and 9 30 here in nashville and it still <laughs> looks like it's like early afternoon where you are yeah, right it now is. right <laughs> it is uh so alaska i didn't know this before we got here but alaska has its own time zone right it's further yeah. further west than than california <laughs> yeah yeah, so we didn't really it didn't click until we like I don't know something screwed up where we were like expecting it to be one time and it was not that time and and we were like what the hell's going on here and we realized that Alaska has its own time zone. So oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's been crazy. My family's on the east coast or in the um in the uh, or it, Pittsburgh it would be. Yeah, they're uh, they're mm-hmm. on the east coast of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're four hours ahead of us. We're four yeah. hours behind. So it's pretty pretty crazy, you know, when you when you look at it like that. That's They've wild. got own time zone. That's wild. Um, so, so what else happened uh, in Glacier? You met some friends. It's always wild when you run into people you know when you're yeah. not supposed to run into people you Literally know. Literally across the country. <laughs> like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, the the chances, not once, yeah. but twice ran into twice. them. You know, we ran into <laughs> them again. <laughs> so Kismet. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to pick up some other uh, stories. I could, I guess, I could consult the. Uh, my black book i love it i love i love when we get like two hours into a podcast because like it all settles then and it like i think it truly becomes a conversation (laughs) like there's no more like when you do the short shorter podcast like an hour um Mm -hmm. it's like you kind of you're you're interviewing more than you're having a conversation so i really enjoy these these long form ones where you get to hang out and you know, if you're with I us now, you're probably going to stay with us the rest of the, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, I said, so I shouldn't ask the question that I had ready to ask them. Oh, Which God. was that to end the podcast? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> to get Leatherman's. Yeah. <laughs> Leatherman's. <laughs> so I, I've heard Leatherman is, is a great tool, Jeff. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? <laughs> I don't know anything about them. Because you've never owned one, Jeff. That's why you don't know anything about them. <laughs> I'm going to so get you. My, my question for Liz and Russ is, is there a moment when you've been on this trip so far where it clicked and you're like, this is why we did this? Or like, this is this is the right decision or anything? Good question. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Liz first. Very. Yeah, that's an awesome question. Liz, do you want to hit that one first? I've been talking for a minute. I need some water. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if I've had some big grand moment that I was like, this is what we're doing this for. Um, (laughs) you know, I mean, Russ probably, (laughs) Russ might, but I mean, that just, I don't think has happened to me. Um, and I don't expect it to, I don't, I don't think, but, um, I will say like when it felt just like really, well, I guess maybe two times really real and like just extra awesome was, um, well, Wyoming was really great. Like we've said, um, we thought we started to see a lot of wildlife there. Um, Mm. I am pretty like 99.99% sure I saw a mountain lion um which is really crazy if you know anything about like wildlife i mean that is incredibly rare and yeah that's never gonna happen again i only saw its tail which is why i say (laughs) 99.99 but i i just it couldn't have been anything else yeah but we saw our moose um in wyoming and we saw um a mother black bear and two cubs when we were hiking. And, um, you know, just that just started to feel really special, I guess. Yeah. And then it seems like um, nature, when we crossed the nature. Yeah. Like yes. the nature um, and the things that you wouldn't experience typically was like, this is kind of why we did this almost. I mean, that's what I'm getting out of it. Yes, exactly. And things, you know, I had never seen before, even doing, you know, some relatively wild you know backpacking trips and stuff had not seen things quite like that and then um crossing into canada was pretty cool um uh relatively well traveled but had never been to canada and just driving to canada like with the camper and um (laughs) seeing like british columbia and uh alberta and I don't know, just sort of crossing into a new country while towing our home behind mm-hmm. us. And 
Yeah. Um, I don't a know. I surreal. Was, yeah, that was surreal. Um, and I mean, I guess that's kind of if I had to pick a couple moments where things were like, wow, this is so crazy. And we're really doing this. Um, those have been a couple moments for me. Yeah, those are pretty good. I'd have to agree with the wildlife thing, too. I, I, I think Wyoming was a big turning point, I think. Once we got there and realized how much we loved Wyoming and mm -hmm. just that whole area around the Tetons and Jackson Hole and all that, that was like, okay, we, we've, we're not just here visiting, you know, and then going home. It was like, okay, this is a potential place to live. Like, yeah. And I'm glad we stayed here for a little longer than we normally would have mm -hmm. because we got to experience a little more of the, of the area. So I don't know. I definitely want to go back in winter um, to Wyoming and, and, and experience the Jackson Hole area, do some snowboarding and whatnot there. Sure. But yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. Jackson that's Hole. That's what I'm talking about. Snowboarding. I've, I've never been, so I'm, I lost I'm, an ACL there one year. It's great. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I broke my body. <laughs> that's how. That's how you know it's awesome when I literally tear an ACL and I'm like, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back. Yeah, yeah. That's how awesome that snowboard, like that terrain out there for for any type of snow sports, is is like the last wild frontier. Like mm, most cool. ski resorts, like they're pretty, they're pretty vanilla now. Now they're right, but they're pretty vanilla. Like it's, it's insurance policies. It's making sure that people stay out of trees. It's, yeah. you know, this very bland experience for snow sports. Jackson hole. There are signs in bounds that say cliffs ahead. And if you don't <laughs> stop, you're going to go off a fucking cliff. Like, <laughs> damn. Like, it's yes. legit, legit. Like, it's it's as close as you get to backcountry inbounds for, yeah. for snowing. And, like, and it's it's crazy. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'll see you there this winter. Yeah, dude. Let's. I'm in. Like, I'm not kidding. You tell me when you're going to be there, and I will book the flight, and we will Jackson hole it up. I'm, I'm I don't know. How's your Pittsburgh? How's your camper in the winter though? Is this a, is this a four season camper or is it a three season no. camper? It is excellent not. question. It is not. <laughs> so, I know the answer because Liz already answered, and you're stalling for us. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, okay, so without getting too much into Alaska, <laughs> we can't get to Alaska um, yet. You're just there. We can't talk no, about I it. Know. Yet. We're, okay, we're not. We're not going to discuss Fight Club because Fight Club doesn't exist yet. Um, yeah, it's it. The, the heater has to run a, a lot to keep that that thing warm enough to live in. Um, mm. We can do by layering up, but it's an, it can be a nice box real quick. Yeah, real quick. Well, you're it's, so we're, it's, we're, it's just snow caps I see behind you too. So you aren't even like in the winter yet. There, no. What's your, what's your God, temps no. at night? Um, we've been down. 30s, yeah, yeah, we've been down in the high thirties. That's pretty cold. Yeah, that's. We've been into the left, but it's it's just fluctuated a lot over the state. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been pretty. I mean, it's been freezing before, but it's not right now. 
at night. I'm cold because I've been sitting outside for the last two hours, but <laughs> no, man doesn't have a man doesn't have any beers. He's just sitting there. What a trooper for us. Man, I'd be cold. Uh so, so, so we're gonna go to Jackson Hole after you you finish your tour day, Alaska, uh, and <laughs> and get back into the great lower 48. Um, but so have we have we are we crossing into we've crossed into Canada with your home? Uh yeah. and your cat. How was taking it? Can you take domestic animals across pretty easily? Is there any issues you had with that? We can, yeah, you can. <laughs> did you hide the Did you hide the cat? <laughs> no, they don't care. They don't. They oh. just look at him and they ignore you and say nothing about it and don't want to see any papers. You know, I went through all this trouble to get so prepared with the cat. You know, rabies vaccinations that you know, certificate and they're like, Oh yeah, we have a cat. And they basically just like, cool. And then right, keep on talking about, <laughs> you have firearms, you know, like yeah. how long are you staying here? They do not care about the cat at oh, all. Wow. <laughs> Multiple crossings now too. Cause we have to go, we've gone like into Canada and then out of Canada and then like back mm-hmm. in and then out and in. We've had to do that several times. So several border crossings, um, and the U.S. nor Canada give one shit about your cat. <laughs> wow. Well, that's good to know that. <laughs> yeah, that's so fair. Uh, maybe this Elliot looks extra healthy and not ill. I, and, not rabid. Know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, not rabid or pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's oh, fair. Elliot, no one asks about you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Elliot's, Elliot's G. That- <laughs> the the uh the first time the actually the it was at the montana crossing the guy was asking me all kinds of questions about firearms do i do i you know do i have any magazines do i have parts of firearms and like yeah. go through this thing and, and liz is just like in the passenger seat just like looking forward and the guy was like what about you ma'am and and I like i don't know if she I don't know if she even, she didn't even, I don't know if you even heard, but I was like, Liz, and I like tapped her and she's like, Oh, what? And he's like, what about you? And do you have any firearms or blah, blah, blah. And and she was like, no, I'm sorry. I was just thinking like, we have a cat and I just wanted to make sure you knew. <laughs> and he did not get shit at all. He was just like, so guns. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> this crazy cat lady is. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it was a little nerd the first time sure. you know, crossing the guy was like all business yeah I mean all, <laughs> most of them have been but this dude was like really all business mm-hmm. and um, I actually was listening to him but I was just letting Russ do all the talking and then yeah, yeah. excuse me ma'am are you even listening that's what he yeah said. Oh, that's right <laughs> And I was like, uh, yeah, this, uh, wow. the cat, I don't know. I was, I was waiting for this opportunity. Like, oh my God. I have <laughs> she was rehearsing this slide. That's amazing. It's a big reveal. Yeah. yeah. No guns, but we have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a bazooka. Like, lady, I don't think about that. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, that, was, no that was a fun experience. I haven't I hadn't crossed over the border for for very many years, probably like a decade or more. And so like, you know, like Liz said, it's kind of nerve-wracking, you know, even though sure. you don't have anything to hide, 
you know you're going to answer all the questions the way you're going to answer them. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh God, are they going to, you know, you know, pull us over and, you know, find something that that's not supposed to be there or whatever, you know, and you just, yeah. you just think all those things go through your head and, mm-hmm. you know, then they ask you five questions and they're like, all right, see you later. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> you know, uh, that was a fun. yeah yeah we were we were always just thinking like they probably they just they just have this like disdain for americans just like what are you doing in our country please get out as soon as possible (laughs) well for what a couple was it a year maybe two years there you couldn't cross the border right because of covid yeah so But uh, they let us in, amazingly. I don't yeah. Know. With your the, cat the and look, all. So. Yeah. The look in Elliot's oh. eyes were like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they let us in, and they... Uh, and then, you know, we, like I said, we, we, we had uh, two, three weeks, I think, it took us to get across Canada. So wow. we, to- we, we essentially wow. told them we were going to... We didn't know when we were going to be crossing back over the border, but... Yeah. Um, they didn't didn't have any problem with that. Yeah. So, so what did you do in that three weeks you were in the great country oh. of Canada? That's a the very broad question. Tim Hortons poutine. <laughs> yeah. Did that happen? You can't go to Canada almost, and not stop at Tim Hortons, right? I mean, that's all the that's only gas station the they have. We went to some like Canadian uh, like sports bar, and then we went to Tim Hortons in the morning the first time we ate out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Did you eat some yeah, poutine? Watch... Yeah, I got some poutine. Good. What do you Hell think? Hell yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. I've been waiting. Yeah, uh, and we got uh, we had I had a Caesar and I had some poutine. Nice, like, true Canadian style. Yeah, and I had a Corona <clears throat> light. <laughs> you crossed the border, just a different border than you might not think. <laughs> the wrong border. Here we go. <laughs> Absolutely. You didn't try poutine, Liz? No, I did. I did try the poutine. Good. You're not a, you're not a fan of gravy on fries <laughs> with a mayonnaise no, on the side. Cheese, cheese, cheese curds. Yep, it's Dug cold. It. <laughs> so I went to I went to Montreal for on a work trip a couple of years back, and we went mm-hmm. to like the poutine place in Montreal. <laughs> Me and my buddy the, the Yelp reviews are. We walked. <laughs> we walked through. We walked through some areas that I'm not going to talk about that were. Because uh, it's Montreal. <laughs> and uh, we had to go to this poutine place. And, and I think it was about an hour walk. And we were drunk. So we were <laughs> this poutine place that's the cream to the creme. And it was amazing. They had like all these different kinds of poutine with like different kind of fries and different kind of gravy and different kind of sauce. And they had like, they had like probably 20 different styles. And it was like, it was all like famous, like, names or something and i remember just sitting there we think we got three different orders and it was so good. <laughs> literally just good fries best. and gravy <laughs> just french fries i think one had like avocado like guac 
guacamole on it and like cheese. It was like a Mexican. So, like, so those three guys. things classified oh. as a Mexican. Uh... It was, it was good. Oh man, oh, that's amazing. Right thinking about it. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt the poutine and uh, no, Tim no. That's... I think I think Tim Hortons and poutine is a very reasonable honorable <laughs> mention when you go into Canada. Yeah, yeah. that was up. What's that? Say again. Ketchup. Ketchup chips. Yeah. Ketchup yep. chips. Oh, the ketchup chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, the Canadians have this thing up here. They're like the lays and the ruffles. Oh, I think I'm talking about it wrong. No, I'm never sorry, mind. I don't know um, I'm talking. Yeah. Anyways, I, I was saying, I think what she was saying was the ketchup chips, and then they have the all-dressed chips. It's like a Canadian yep. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those those ketchup chips, Liz and I housed several bags while we were in Canada. <laughs> so these are, just, these are just chips that taste like ketchup. Ketchup this flavored is some, this chips. Is, this is yeah. new to me. I did not know about the ketchup chips in Canada, so I need a little it bit is, of a... It is I'm Googling it right about. now. <laughs> and I'm realizing that I was like, what is this weird thing they're talking about? No, it's just chips that are tasting chips like ketchup. <laughs> my, uh, my stepmom's Canadian, or I guess she was Canadian. I still have family up in Canada. And anytime she goes up to Canada, she brings back bags, like a whole ass luggage of ketchup chips. I'm like, you it's just, it's they're ketchup so chips, good. but they taste different than just like, Dipping chips in ketchup. They actually uh, have like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, it kind of gives me the same feeling in my stomach of like the first time I imagined eating uh, French fries with mayonnaise. Like, oh, just yeah. like, just like oh, 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 oh my god. Yeah, so I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the Amazon here, you know, where you can get everything to your house in, in two days and it takes a week to get your ketchup chips to your house. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, order. you gotta subscribe and save on Amazon. If you want a consistent <laughs> delivery of ketchup chips to your house, so tell your aunt, she can make it happen yeah. with the, with, with Bezos and his, uh, merry ladies and men of, yeah. of, of shippers that he has. Ketchup chips, nice, Liz. I learned something today. I learned a lot today, but that was a good one. I never knew about ketchup chips. Look up all dress. All, all dress is wild. Chips. All dress. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm going to be cultured by the end of this. <laughs> That's why we're here. What is all dressed? Is it like all the flavors on one chip, like? It's like, it's like know, a, that's an everything good. bagel. Like what's going it's on? It's really here? confusing. If you look at the ba- the package, it has a few of the ingredients. None of them make any sense. <laughs> Most of the bags, you can't even it tell what a, they are. It has like a thing of salt and a, a pepper and a lemon. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> like it says, it says the, the, the Ruffles bag says all dressed. What is on the bag? The front it says, what does all dressed mean? Look on the back to find out. But I can't turn the bag around on my computer to find out what's this is amazing. <laughs> so it says, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I could just press a button and it did it because I'm an idiot and didn't know that. Um it said <laughs> it said oh salt, God. vinegar, ketchup, and barbecue 
Oh you know? boy. Yep. Mesh together. <laughs> it it sounds like it's a it sounds like it's a pulled pork chip. Because like those a, are a lot of the seasonings that you put on like a pulled a, pork. Why don't you order some on Amazon? You know, I might just. Oh, it won't be here for out. two weeks. It'll get here while I'm freaking in Mexico or something. Says <laughs> Walmart can get them. Let's see if they they have no no. That's not true. No, these have not dressed. been. They they do not sell these at Walmart here in Tennessee. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> they don't. No, these are these are high quality imported chips. High quality <laughs> chips. Oh, you gave me uh, you gave me. Um, Waterboy vibes of that. This is high quality H2O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. We're getting way off track. I did enjoy that. <laughs> Canadian food is, it's, it's an experience. Unique. And I have yeah, learned more is. tonight. So I am, <laughs> I am now cultured more than I was before. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so Mexican poutine. <laughs> yeah jeff i didn't even well montreal does a lot of shit weird over there they, they kind of have their own rules <laughs> let's be real shout out to montreal great city love visiting for a few Ooh. days <laughs> you, you got it it's like vegas you got to get out in three yeah. you can't do more than three That's nights in montreal vegas yep, exactly <laughs> it's a two-night max for me <laughs> yep yep uh <laughs> so you cross over to canada they let the cat in fine. You hide your guns well. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> there are no guns on my vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't have any on it either. But they're not. There are no. There are no weapons inside my vehicle. I mean, if you want to get them in, I feel like on it might be the better way. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's a there's a plane. There's a. I see it landed. See plane I see it. Right yeah. That was, like that was a pretty steep yeah. descent there. That was good. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So after they, uh, they let us through, <laughs> um, we wanted to really spend more time in Banff and Jasper, but because we were behind on so much of the other, uh, location, you know, we stopped in, in, in Crested Butte and we were there a lot longer than we had planned to originally. So we kind of had to keep cutting days away from certain things mm. because, you know, getting to Alaska before, you know, Game of Thrones call here, like winter's coming. Yeah. Winter's like, coming. You need to get to Alaska and get out before the winter kind of yeah. thing. So, you know, we're, we're cutting our our time out of uh, some other locations and unfortunately like we just had to say at some point like okay we need to keep be, you know keep the show on a road mm-hmm. keep moving keep keep putting on miles yeah uh, so we wish we could have uh stayed there a lot longer because banff and jasper are enormous parks um there's just so much to see and we saw so very little of these mm-hmm. parks but we did take we did check off the the major things uh lake louise um and and we did we spent a day in bamp village um Mm -hmm. went to park distillery there and got a tour of park distillery that was a pretty cool experience and um their booth is really good Mm -hmm. uh 
the village is really awesome. It has like this like Alps, um, like Swiss Alps vibe to it. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. like all the mountains in the background, and you're just like walking through this like quaint little town, and there are all these like high end shops on the main road and everybody's out people are from all over the world and it's it was just really a cool experience there in vamp i wish we could have spent more time yeah um uh but you know like i said we saw the big we saw the big guns basically mm-hmm. uh and we 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 did get a chance there in vamp to get as close to a glacier a real glacier that I've yeah. ever, that I've ever been, you know, I, I've seen glaciers from afar, some that you wouldn't even really consider a glacier. They're just kind of like yeah. piles of snow on the top of a mountain. But this one was like Athabasca was a, a, an actual glacier. And the, um, uh, it was wild. Like the, from where you parked to, kind of the viewing area where they kind of roped off they had all these markers and all the years Hmm. when that when the glacier was at that point and that was really neat because you could see how quickly it um it regressed or i I forget retreated retreated Mm -hmm. is the word they use so that was really cool we learned some really cool uh uh, terminology um you know moraines which you know we knew moraines were but glaciers actually can create their own uh weather which i didn't know i did um, hear about that yeah whoa yeah whoa, so, i have it i have it mm-hmm. like, so we, uh... the ice yeah the ice fields and the glaciers can actually create like um, like columns of wind especially when they're in that uh, a, a valley so like mm-hmm. when you're walking up from the parking lot to the uh glacier um i think they're it's called catabatic catabatic uh winds i think is what it's called Hmm. essentially the it creates columns from the temperature differences and i'm telling you this is the there was the strangest thing i'd ever experienced walking right up to the glacier this wind is coming at you at like 50 miles an hour it's cold Mm -hmm. and we walked off to the side out you know like almost like to the side it's hard to explain without showing you a picture of it but the glacier's coming straight down this valley and if you Mm -hmm. walked off to the side like you would be out of line of with the glacier yeah that wind got warm like noticeably warmer yeah five steps to the left side and it's freezing cold wind and and we're like at this point we're like 200 yards away from the glacier itself Mm -hmm. So from like the toe of the glacier. Yeah. So it was really, it was really an awe-inspiring moment for me, you know, and all those little things we learned about the glacier, it became alive. Like it almost had like, it was almost a living thing at that point that I had never seen before. Yeah. It it was, Mm. that was quite an experience. And and the glaciers, when we started seeing glaciers, and I was going to mention this earlier when I think, Somebody asked us when it became real, and we, I think it was Jeff who asked, like, what was that moment that you thought, like, this is why we did it? Mm-hmm. It was the glaciers that did it for me. Mm. Seeing That's all the glaciers cool. and being that close to something like that and learning, 
I had a, a newfound respect for that and, and climate change and all that stuff mm-hmm. and how it all affects, they all affect one another. That was what did it for me, for sure. Well, I, essentially, I I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say, uh, eventually, when we got up into uh, BC a little bit more, um, at the very southern tip of Alaska, I was mm-hmm. able to actually get inside of a glacier. And that wow. was like... mind-blowing moment there yeah well you're 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 essentially looking back at time when you stare at those glaciers right because it takes a millennia for those things to to form and so when when you see it start receding you're you're looking back in the time of of what it what it was before as it was forming so it's man it's almost like a time (laughs) it's a time it's like a living time bro that that yeah the water that's melting right now in some of those glaciers is like ten thousand years old yeah it's crazy it's it's wild yeah it's glaciers are amazing and i hate that they they are melting and, and receding but yeah seeing them now you're you're seeing something special that a lot of people aren't going to be able to witness uh and experience I, in the future I highly recommend anybody, um, whether you believe in climate change or, or, or not, it, it doesn't matter. It will change your perspective on, yeah. you know, our impact on things here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they do grow and they do retreat naturally. That yeah. is a natural thing. But, man, seeing some of the marks, uh, the year marks at Athabasca Glacier and how quickly they changed. Um, they started really slow and then all of a sudden it's just like massive jumps in like, you know, five years. It was just, yeah. it was incredible to see. Yeah. So that was a, that was a hell of a moment. <clears throat> and, and to move on from Jasper for, from Banff, I like Jasper. Jasper felt more wild than Banff did, oh, even though Banff is like, Banff is super crazy. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, the mountains, yeah. the, the valleys, everything was just well, so Well, it's a epic. photographer's wet dream, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. if you think of Canada, like, professional photos from, like, nature landscapes, it's it's a lot of it is from Banff. And so yeah, that's Banff really cool incredible. to hear you say that Jasper is is more wild and rugged and almost more appealing than Banff. Yeah. And I, it, there was a couple moments there was like, yeah, this is, I like Jasper better. Uh, just yeah. driving. We, I think we were so, just like kind of, you just drive through the main road and there's like, oh, there's a glacier right on the side of the road. There's a glacier <laughs> over here. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. So what else? So when you say wild, you mean like it's, you know, maybe not as photogenic as, as Banff, right? Because I think Banff really has that, that the, the contrast of the water on, mm-hmm the mountains gives you that, you know, kind of Lake Tahoe feeling of, of just, you know, the, the color contrast that, that kind of picks up in pictures. Well, but she's like, Jasper's just like, like wild, like just the, like, yeah, the glaciers on the side of the road and, you know, yeah, you're, you're going through the wilderness more or less. Yeah, I think, I, I don't, I, I think I'm like totally out of the element. I don't know. I've never been there. So I'm just trying to figure that out a little bit more. Yeah, I know. I wish I could explain it more uh, elegantly, but you know, for me, um, I hate to say this. I'm going to probably upset some people, but I didn't like Banff that much. Um, as far as like my experience, hey, speak there, your truth, brother. Speak your yeah. truth. And, and, 
and the places we went, it was way too fucking It was so crowded. Everywhere we went was crowded. You're Mm. elbow to asshole with everybody at at Lake Louise. And Lake Louise was beautiful. But, I mean, I'll let you in on a little secret. Mm. Moraine, or, uh, yeah, Moraine Lake, much better experience. I mean, amazing. Moraine Lake over, I will take Moraine Lake over uh, Lake Louise any day. Any is Moraine Lake, uh, Moraine Lake in Jasper, or is that so? No, it's 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 close to Banff or okay. uh, to uh, uh, Louise. So okay. you actually take the the shuttle. You can take a bus. You can also drive it, but the parking yeah. lots are really small, so you're better off taking the shuttle. Mm-hmm. Um, but you take the shuttle bus from a ski resort over to Lake Louise, and then you can take another one that takes you from Lake Louise to Moraine Lake. Okay. And it was less crowded and I was able to get, um, well, you know, I guess as a photographer, the lighting was better at that time. Yeah. And also in that setting, like I was able to get up onto uh, a higher, um, perspective, higher, a little sure. bit more elevation on the, mm-hmm. um, on the viewpoint. So that helped me get, um, you know, better photography from that point. Yeah. But the water, the water is incredible. Mm. like the color of it is just you don't even yeah. believe it's real it's like oh somebody put a <laughs> like we have these um these little pods that we put in our our black tank and they're like super crazy blue yeah yeah <laughs> that's what it looks like somebody just t- dumped like a ton of those in the lake like, <laughs> cr- unnaturally blue it's yeah wild. yeah so in my opinion mm-hmm. i prefer like i said lake not moraine lake over lake louise and i i that's that one spot i'm like okay that is the, the spot of banff that i loved yeah but jasper just felt more untouched than oh, banff okay. to me okay so i i wish i could do like i said i wish i could do a better job of explaining it i'm not very uh um my vocabulary just can't handle explaining the the two yeah. different places. I mean, they're they're butted up against each other. It's not like they're that far from each other, but they just seem very different. Interesting, in, in my experience, yeah. Hmm. So after with, Jasper, where did you where did you go? What was the uh, next part? Jasper so, was because you said you tackled yeah. a whole territory of the Yukon. Yeah. Um, well, I, I do want to back up the, 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 the campsite that we had while we were trying to visit Banff yeah. was second to none. Like okay. the, the location we, yeah. so Canada, Canada doesn't have BLM. What they have is uh, like public lands use um, or public use lands. Yeah. And they have these things called recreation sites and okay. they're, pretty established campsites campgrounds mm-hmm. um but they basically have fire rings and they some of them have really nice picnic tables and mm-hmm. they're used um quite a bit and going into this area we you know we didn't want to spend 40 dollars a day at a campground sure. where we didn't even get shore power you know it just didn't yeah. seem uh you know it's not efficient for us because we're living out here we can't do it all the time sure um so we decided to, to 
to check out these uh, these recreation sites, and um, <clears throat> some of them turned out really, really awesome. Like this oh, one awesome. that we stayed at for Banff, and mm-hmm. we were on um, a confluence of a river and a <clears throat> a creek coming down this valley. And one was from the glacier, you know, right from the mountains where, where glacier, you know, glacial melt. And the yeah. other one was a river that had just been like, you know, everything just pours into it. It's a, it's a quite a, quite a bigger river. Sure. The river was warm. It was murky. It was a little towards like the brown yep. shade, not mm-hmm. like dirty, but just like so much rock flower and, yeah. and runoff from all the, not brackish because that would not be brackish. salt water. Ah, good job, Lawrence. <laughs> well, it's like it's like after a heavy <laughs> rain, like like the Tennessee yeah, will get a little. That's muddy. what it would look like. Yeah, yeah. But this creek coming in that was beside us was that crazy aqua blue. It was clear, but if you looked at it from far away, it was like this crazy aqua blue. Yeah, and we actually took the truck down to where those two things meet. Um, and those two bodies of water meet mm-hmm. and the confluence was incredible. So you have this clear, cold, aqua blue water coming into this murky, warm, seemingly warm, probably yeah. wasn't, but if, when you are in that cold Creek and you walk over into the river, yeah, it's like night and day temperature difference. It was wow. really crazy. So I flew the drone up over that and that, and like the shots, directly down to that area where the confluence was was really came out really awesome yeah so that was a that was one of the most epic campsites i think we've had so far too wow Um, until we got to alaska of course yeah (laughs) (laughs) man so you say that was that was better than you know the lower rockies as far as i mean i guess it it sounds like it i mean geez oh dude it was glacier runoff you got yeah yeah without Without seeing photos of all this stuff, it's yeah, we heard you, Liz. Okay, I just was gonna chime in and say Canada is stupid beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she's right. She's right. It, it's so hard to even describe. Like, you're, we're just sitting here going, "Oh, this campsite was awesome. This was beautiful." But until you see it and experience it, it you, you just don't even you don't even know how beautiful BC is. It's BC hard to is fathom. Incredible. Yeah, it yeah. is incredible. How long would a man have to spend in BC to to truly take it in? Is this a two week excursion to, to, re, to really see Banff and and, J- and Jasper like in its entirety and really experience it whole? I would say no less than ten days. Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah, seven seven to ten days. There's what? There's more to the territory too than just those parks. Yeah. Yeah, BC is, is expansive. Yeah. yeah. The Canadian Rockies are just insane. Hmm. The uh the 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 other thing we did while we were and I forgot to mention this that when we were in that area is uh Liz had made a, a, a long story we won't get into but made an internet friend it turns out that she lives in in uh bc and only about an hour see about three hours from where we were um and uh we ended up 
crossing paths with them while we were in that area. And we went for a hike in this amazing place. And so that was kind of a cool experience. Yeah. I I know we're, we're, there's so many, there's so much stuff I want to talk about. We just can't, it's just, (laughs) we could be here all day. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) No, we can, we can be here all day. uh, To be, to be fair, we are getting to, to the point where we left Jasper and we had to drive clear across BC and then we hit the Cassier highway, which maybe we'll just save for next time. It's just something of its own. It's I like incredible. that. Yeah, let's let's start with your your journey into Alaska on on our next one. And uh and we'll be able to hear from that part of the trip through where you're at now to when you exit yeah, Alaska. That's perfect because really uh, when we do drive across BC, the first place we stop is Stewart, BC, and then um, nice. and that's right on the border of uh, Alaska, southern tip of Alaska. So that's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, y'all, <laughs> this has been a night. I am. This has uh, been all, yeah, amazing. I am fulfilled yeah. as a podcast host. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all taking your time in Alaska with the mountains behind you and your camper and your comfortable life that you've, you've built for yourself. And, oh, uh, Hey Liz, I'll see you back there in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He> is. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and yeah, we're, we're just thankful you guys have joined us. We appreciate it. Yeah. This has been incredible. Thank you. Yeah. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for sticking in there and uh, listening to our, our, our story that is not even a third over yet. No, <laughs> no just kidding. Yeah. I think so you're just getting started. We've, we've got, so. some, we've, yeah, we've got some more conversations to have for sure. Awesome. Well, we look forward to it. I know yep. uh, once you uh, finish your tour day, Alaska, we will <laughs> connect it up is... and hear all about, the oh, last I can't wait. wilderness we have here. Alaska, the well, the last frontier. The last man, frontier. Yep. Crazy <laughs> up here. Well, awesome. we're lo- we're looking forward to sharing that stuff with you. I cannot wait to get some of these photos out. Oh my god, they're so incredible. So 